Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. We back in full effect. Uh, well, we're, we're missing Anwar again, but the, the Through the Wire boys are here. Can I can I, can I? I say something right off the top of this show? No, because I have to say something before I forget. Really, really quick. Really, <laughs> okay. really quick. Really, really quick. I always do. These are the ones that make me feel the best, and I feel like I have to do. I want to give a big shout out to Malachi for his 15th birthday. The reason is because his mom DM'd me and saying he was a big, big fan. And recently, it's been, I've been getting messages like that from a mom, a girlfriend, or something. When people do that, that let me know how much they that really person they love is a fan. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Malachi. Shout out to Malachi. Happy birthday. I just had to get that out the way before I forget, because I'd have been mad if I forgot. Also, happy birthday to my pops. Um, turn, <laughs> he turned 37 yesterday. Happy shout birthday to Cannon to Malachi. Um, the first thing we should say, actually, is that we still have a live show in Miami, uh, the 15th of June, which is like a week from now, which is crazy. We're going to be in Miami living it up, and the way the Miami Heat just plays, it seems like game six is going to be a thing. So we we will be in there for game six, performing in front of y'all beautiful people. That is Thursday, June 15th. The doors open at 5.30. The show starts at 6, and the RSVP is in the description. It's ttwtour.com. It is completely free. It is at the the Oasis Wynwood in Miami, Florida. Don't I, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but still, it's still open to the public right now, but you cannot get in without a free RSVP. So hit the link in the description. Do what you got to do. Show up for the show. I think uh, anybody that was at the Philly show will let you know that we – we do our thing. It was fun. We do our thing. Back to my original rant, though. All right, all right. So we've been doing this podcast for five years, right? This is the f- this is the fifth season. We're wrapping up the fifth season of Through the Wire being the thing. First of all, we should celebrate once the finals is over. Clap but it up. We still got at least four more games or something. Um, Why we just clap? Man, he's so. We should clap more. Honestly, we should. Yeah, you just clap more. We about to be. No, we didn't. We're about to be ending the fifth season. When we about when we do it. I recorded, produced, and performed on this podcast for five fucking years. So if I want to take a day off to go to a good friend's wedding, then I should be able to do that. Kenny Beecham don't low manage, my boy. <laughs> that shit was in my house for the first four years of the podcast. There was no such thing as low management. I had to be that every was, fucking you day. You seen the post, right, with, from clips where I had the clips? Yeah, and it had all the numbers of like the days we missed. Or no, I didn't. Year. Yeah, he went through and counted all. There was days. one was year. Crazy. There was one year. I think it was twenty twenty one. Probably was COVID year. Pretty sure it was. But me, you, and D Mills didn't miss a single pod. I think P missed like a couple. Well, there's nowhere nowhere to go. So there's no reason to miss a podcast here. I um, think Pierre missed nine total podcasts in five years. Yeah, that's pretty Mike damn has good. Missed five. That's damn, Mike. I only missed three. You missed. Uh, what was your numbers? Yeah, you didn't miss many. It can't be many because they all. I'm, I'm I mean, producing. No, actually, everything. you know, I think this was your most missed year with like three. Well, because yeah. now we have Anwar and in, in Austin here, so I can afford to not be the producer anymore. A shout out to them. I might miss seven straight episodes next month or next year. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about how many days I miss. I'm gonna miss whenever I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I got a wedding coming up. Yeah, that I'm going to. Is it in August? I have a wedding in Not August, in, too, that I have to go to. It's okay, one in August, and I think it's one in Mike, July. KB missed five. Mike missed seven. P missed nine. I missed three. Yeah, when you talk about man. years of work, I, I, I'll take <laughs> That's my nine. That's damn nothing. I'm, yeah, I'm actually, five, five <laughs> in five years is pretty damn I'm good. I'm mad that yeah. it's only nine when you talk about the years. Because <laughs> we do two episodes a week. No matter what. Even when there's nothing going on in the NBA season, we still come to work. 
So that's no vacation. There's been no we have none of nobody here is taking a vacation. Other D Mills took one vacation Pierre in five did. years. I took a vacation. Um, and my, uh, Pierre is taking one vacation. I've never been on vacation. You, Mike has you never can count been. the time I vacation. That, I, went. I don't count that wedding as vacation. I went to, but you like, might as well. I went to Indiana <laughs> Beach one time. You can count that as vacation. It's not no. even some shit I wanted. No, to actually, oh, you cannot. God. Indiana my, Beach is not a vacation. Yeah, that was some shit my parents and my auntie see that exactly. Doing. You went with your fucking mom. I did. Take did you enjoy it? Like, were you happy to be there? Uh, it probably if, be, you to, if, you say, if yeah, I had say, the right uh, group there, I feel like it was only so much fun you could have there because it's mostly kids there. Yeah, but if I had the right group, it might be a little bit funny. Yeah, I don't want to go on vacation with a bunch of kids or my parents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> NBA Finals, ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a series. They say uh, the series doesn't start until a road team wins a game, and the Miami Heat did that in Denver, and um, it it wasn't it was the pretty one. So how many no. years we been five years? It's fifth season. So if there is fifty two weeks in a year. <laughs> Times two episodes. That's 104. Yep. Times five. Times five is 520. It's pretty damn good. So we have been here. We on our uh, Steve Kerr free throw you when we percentage. started off at one episode per week. Said it what? Oh, yeah, true. We, we weren't doing two times a week to start off week. with. Yeah. yeah. That was because people had real jobs back then. You couldn't afford to do a Tuesday show. It was only on Saturday. Yeah. Portillo's and what? U-Haul and <sighs> other stuff. Uh, NBA Finals, though. The Miami Heat came into uh, the Denver Nuggets territory and won behind Duncan Robinson, 10 straight points in the fourth quarter. Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler popping in clutch. Um, and overall, a terrible effort performance, if you ask Michael Malone, from the Denver Nuggets. How y'all feel about game two? I liked it. I'm so excited to get in here and talk about it. I don't know if you watched the last episode, but we were in here talking about adjustments. And I kept saying, man, I know it's it's a lot easier said than done, but I am waiting to see if the Miami Heat are going to go with the let Jokic beat us type philosophy. And when I say let him beat whoa, whoa, us, don't don't let Coach I mean, Eric Spoelstra hear that. I mean scoring wise, not like you got an untrained eye, Eric Spoelstra. Um, yeah, I've been I've been seeing that, but <laughs> the the assist part of Jokic really gets him going, and it, it gets everybody else going, which I think makes them the most dangerous. And um, like I said, it's easier said than done because those guys have to miss shots and they're super, super talented. But um, that and then Kevin Love, I came up here and spoke about. And um, both of those things worked and, and, and it turned out to be a win for them. Obviously, a lot of other things um, had to happen, like KCP and MPJ. Being and, awful. Some of their – probably both of their worst games of the playoffs so far. MPJ literally had to get benched in the last five minutes because his ass was defensively blowing assignments and just – Turn the ball. It was and just fouling for that, no reason. That fourth quarter for him was just so bad. Mike Malone said, "Bruce Brown, go get his ass." Yeah, it, there was <laughs> there was two different times where Michael Porter second Jr. Quarter too. Yeah, in the second quarter where he missed an assignment or whatever, and they immediately yanked him. Yeah, he got that one foul on Bam out of bio where Bam dunked just on. dunked, and it was, the coach was like, "Get get your ass out of here." And there was another rotation where he missed it, and Jamal Murray looked at him and pointed, and then I saw Bruce Brown get his ass off the bench to come into the game. This is the least amount of minutes Michael Porter Jr. played in the playoffs because. He was virtually unplayable in that one, which was yeah. it's saying something because he's he's such a talented offensive player and he's such a flamethrower when he's going that like a lot of times you can live with his lack of defensive effort and stuff. But for the most part, defensively he's been good this entire playoff run. Yeah, he's been solid. Um, but in this one, he wasn't scoring and he was missing assignments. So there's no reason. He there's missed, no reason to play. He missed the biggest assignment on Gabe Vincent as well, <clears throat> the one where Jimmy stepped. Stepped on a, on a baseline and he got the, the ball. I don't know if y'all saw that. Oh, well, Jimmy actually stepped out of bounds. He did step yeah. out of bounds after the replay. We was able to see he did. They didn't count. They didn't say he stepped out of bounds, but MPJ in that possession. I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> I feel good, though, if I'm still the Nuggets. I know you lost that game, but. Mike was up here saying they're going to get swept. 
He said that boy's dead in the water. Yeah, I did. The title of the video was also overreactions. No, it wasn't. See, you don't you don't well, actually that's what... <laughs> Mike is so detached from everything through the wire. He shows up to do the podcast and he doesn't look at the YouTube video. We drop a check. video and I'm like, we we all the last video we dropped, go watch that. The uh basketball Simon says is a fucking amazing video. We had a lot of fun doing that. I bet you didn't watch it back, did you? Personal reasons. He here, he just here to collect a check for for real. Here so he don't get fined. Shit. I ain't never been I'm on the so Discord. So I don't get fined. I've never <laughs> been in the Discord. And Mike, like, yeah, getting ready for this episode, or <laughs> um, you know, uh, putting together that nigga. Just say, hey. Oh, I just forgot about my pep talk I was gonna give today. Fuck. You can do it after. You can yeah. do it now. Okay. When I was in Toronto, I met and talked to a bunch of very influential people. Not necessarily in sports, but just in general, like very high-level business people and very affluent, is that the word? Very rich people. I mentioned that that wedding was the most expensive wedding I've ever been to. And they, and I was just talking to people, and I'm heavily inspired. And I was trying to exp- – this is one of the things I want to explain in our pep talk. What we do right now, I hope y'all link in place because this is the bare minimum amount of work we're going to have to do for the future. Think about what we do. We do two times a week, and we watch basketball. This next chapter, whatever it looks like, the intake is going up. Yes. Okay. But you got to fucking watch back the videos I, at the bare I, I, minimum. I, I'm not going to lie. I believe there's there's complacency here. Absolutely. It's hard not to get complacent when we've been on when you're on salary in general, right? It's it's like, okay, I ain't got to work as hard because there's no benefit in that. You know? Yeah, because like, no matter what, I know I'm getting bro. this much a month or whatever. But like the next chapter, I mean, we I think we're all going to be on salary. It's a 50-50 though. I think part of that is also cap. Where when you're doing something and you want to do it at a high level, you put that work in. I talked to somebody and they recommended a podcast episode. And I listened to that podcast episode. And it was um, the guest on it was Ernie Johnson. Everybody knows Ernie's one of the fucking goats at what he does. And what Ernie said fucking inspired me. Because we're in a very similar situation where like our TikToks and shorts are popping off. So every single episode that we do of Through the Wire, there are new people watching. Like we have this core fan base, but also because somebody just watched our TikTok of us drafting two on two seven footers, somebody be like, okay, let me tune into this. Which means that every single episode, there's somebody new that you need to come hook onto the show. We have to make every single show the best show possible because it's new for somebody. The last episode we did, this episode is the worst fucking episode we'll ever do again. And if we have that mindset going into next episode and the episode after that, there's no limit to what the fuck we can do. I feel that 100%. That shit was going on with IT said when he was talking about every time he stepped on that floor, it was somebody that probably did. Well, it was definitely somebody who didn't know his name, but by the time they left, they was going to know what the fuck he or who the that fuck he was. good, but is that the mindset that comes to the podcast? It is today. From that moment, I will not come onto this podcast with complacency and feel like going through the motions anymore. This podcast... In the next podcast, I'm be better, hyped. and I'm be better. I was happy when better. you said you had a a, a pep. That's like just a the pep talk. that's the bare minimum. The rest of the stuff I can't say on the podcast, but we Good. can talk. That's also kept, Mike, because we had a pep talk two months ago when niggas were supposed to get on their grinds and shit. And what happened? Remember when KB was like, "Man, we all gonna put the whatever niggas been doing." I've been, your, well, I've been grinding my I, I grind my stream damn it every at? fucking day. Remember when we was talking? My videos and this shit I could probably do better. And this shit I will do better, but it's just like for people at home. Yeah, it was April, the beginning of April. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna be on y'all last because I like to see myself as a content factory. I'm not saying it's all great, but I upload a shit ton of videos, and I, I'm like a source when it comes to 
growth and development in the social media world, YouTube and stuff. So I asked everybody, what is your goal for the month? Mike said he wanted to stream X amount of hours, whatever. Pierre, and he said he wanted to start uploading to YouTube, which is the part that I, I did. That is that's the next step that that would be the next step I have in terms of growth. We could talk, I, I do want to get back to the NBA finals because it's important. Yes, but we could we could get back to this. But Pierre gave his own goal, which was I forgot a, a couple a week or something like that. And D Mills mm-hmm. also I think D Mills was two a week, two full reviews a week. Um and I wasn't on on y'all ass the way I wanted it to be, but we'll restart that. To the finals, back to the finals, back to the NBA finals. Um Mike Malone, after game one, came to the press conference and said, Hey, I know we won. But I don't feel like we played a good game. In the fourth quarter, the, the Miami Heat shot 60% from three. They had a comeback or whatever. If we play like this again, we're going to lose the next game and eventually lose the series. And that's kind of the way they did it. Um, I felt like in the first half, the Miami Heat looked like the better team, and yet they went into halftime down by like six or seven. Six. That second and, quarter was pretty yeah. redundant. Because the bench came in, yeah. Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, Jeff Green, they all came in and like the, the starters have been on some BS and then I think in that run they were like it was like a, a fourteen to two run or whatever because they were they down. The quarter twenty to six. And yeah, yeah Jokic it was, went it to was the bench run. and they they went on that run. They had uh, Jeff Green and Aaron Gordon on Bam and they was locking up. Mm-hmm. Bam, I don't know. There was he started the game out really strong. I I don't know what it is with those fadeaway jump shots. He can he can make them, but it's so hard to sustain that over the course of the game. And he had a lot where he missed them. I actually like this game better than last Bam game. I know last Bam game he had like twenty six points on twenty five shots. He was being mm-hmm. aggressive, but this one I felt like he was getting to the actual basket more than. I mean, he had zero free throw attempts in game one. Like they as a team, they had two free throw attempts throughout the entire game. But I think he facilitated well. And I think that he, I mean, he hit two very clutch free throws down the stretch where it's like, I think we were all in this core and Terrence was like, he at least missing one of these. He at least missing one. He knocked them things down. He got that big block on Jamal Murray that might have been a goal 10. They didn't call it. So we counted it as a block. I thought he played a good game two versus his game one where the Denver Nuggets like, we'll let, we'll let his ass take that mid-range jump shot because that's one point per possession because he's shooting 50% on that. Yeah. We'll live. Yeah. In the game two, he was way more aggressive. Jimmy was too, getting to the line and I think the defense was just more just more intense. Maybe it was just because they had a little bit more wind underneath them. But even with Jokic having those four assists, I, I kind of look at more of the five turnovers. I feel like that's more of the thing that it was. It was more so the pressure. Because hypothetically, and I, basketball doesn't work like this, but hypothetically speaking, he could have had probably like nine or ten assists. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamal Murray and MPJ, MPJ was bad. Jamal Murray had a lot of good looks and MPJ too. They had a lot of decent looks they could have made that could have gotten those uh those assists. He had one where it was just like he had one where he they were kind of digging on him, but he spent off the double team and he did a little post hook. It ended up being a lob to Aaron Gordon. So naturally he just spreads the ball around so well. It's just like this is the beauty of basketball because no star on the no star on the on the court wants to put up forty points at all. Jimmy Butler wants to make sure his teammates evolve. Bam wants to do the same. Jokic wants to do the same. This is just like everybody's, you know, everybody has that chance to go. And I, it's just like you don't see that in the finals. They were very aggressive on Jamal Murray. I love the addition of putting Kevin Love in and letting Jimmy guard Jamal Murray. I thought that was very smart. And then they just, they randomly threw blitzes at him. And I thought, Jamal Murray's probably not used to that throughout the course of the game. It's usually Jokic getting all that attention. Mm-hmm. But now when you slow down Jamal Murray – and you slow down MPJ, now you see that you have a recipe to actually help you win. Not saying that there's a subs, they're like daring Jokic to score. They're just pretty much just saying, 
MPJ and Jamal Murray, we know if we slow y'all down that we have a way greater chance of winning this game. But if we let y'all get y'all 18 to 25 points a game mm -hmm. and Jokic also gets his 27 with 11 assists, we're pretty much done. Yeah, they were able to get back. And also, yeah. the shots that they did miss, like I, like I was saying, off the uh, Jokic passes, they weren't the back doors that we've seen yeah. more. They were more so jumpers, which I think you would rather rely on than having Aaron Gordon get those cuts to the rim and stuff like that. I mean, game one, Aaron Gordon started off with 14 points in the first quarter because he they was all were dunks. using and abusing the small defenders. And now with Kevin Love being in there, I mean, they're the same size. Kevin Love shot two of nine, I'm pretty sure. He had a really good game. Yeah, I think yeah, he had, he had a great game. And he rebounded the ball well. Two and nine, ten rebounds, three were offensive. And in a game like this, in a time like this, every possession matters. So when you win a game by one possession and you look at and see a guy have three offensive rebounds that got you three extra possessions, that's the type of stuff that turns the game around. And that, for me, it was the offense for the Miami Heat. I think that the, the way that they started the game, it was a 10-2 start, uh, Max Struess making the shots uh, throughout the course of the game. It started to be Gabe Vincent, who was consistently there to make perimeter shots. When they get those shots falling, it, they feed off of that because they know that they have a legitimate chance to win. It's much harder for the Heat to just win off strictly defense and no shots being made. And that's why I got up here and talked about the 1 of 17 of Struess and Kayla Martin in game one. Because it's like, yeah, I'm not saying these dudes are going to go off for 30. But if the Miami Heat can get any production from there, from them, that's the opposite of uh, one of 17, I think they have a much better chance. And I was going off of how they played in the fourth quarter in game one when they lost, which is a quarter that they won. That was their best quarter as well. This game, game two, the fourth quarter was their best quarter um, as well. So they're winning um, the only quarter is the fourth quarter, with which and they're a, a plus in. Every other quarter, the, the Nuggets are a plus in. So um, I'm loving that, and I'm loving Jimmy Butler. You don't have to have the 40, and that's what we talked about. One of y'all asked on the last podcast, would you rather have Jimmy have a Milwaukee Buck-type game or the role players uh, step out? Mike, I think you asked the question. I can't remember the specific thing. Um, I think I was just saying, like, would you need the role players to step up in this game too or more so look for Jimmy or, or Bam to really have that explosive game? And game two is why my answer was the role players because I feel like when they are knocking down shots, and you're not having to rely on Jimmy Butler to go get 40 or 50, mm -hmm. as we've seen him do. I just don't think that that's his nature of a basketball player to the core. Can he do it? Obviously, yes, we've seen it. But on a game like game two, when he is able to make those plays like he was for the shooters, he had nine assists. And in the second half, five of those nine assists came from him getting two feet in the paint. I went back and rewatched every single assist. And then specifically that second half, he literally got in the paint every time and made a play for Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, um, Kayla Martin. He made he missed the mid-range, got his own offensive rebound, hit Kayla Martin in the left corner. Boom. That was a dagger to me. That was a big shot. That, yeah, was, that was a, a dagger. Shot. Put them back up 12. That, like that. And I, and it's, it's to a certain extent, I like it. But Denver got to be a lot more sharper mm -hmm. on defense because they switch. And I, when I rewatched some of the film, a lot of open shots for Miami's role players came at the hands of them switching. And it's like, oh, me and KB both running at Struess, and we didn't know that we had to go to Jimmy. Or this time, mm -hmm. I, I get over the screen, so yep. he don't have to switch, but he's still trying to switch. So now Cody Zeller was open on a roll. So it's like when you're switching, you got to be sharp. And I feel like in game one, and it's no big deal because they only lost about three. They lost mm -hmm. a one-possession yep. game. But in game one, the Nuggets came out with a different sharpness 
mm-hmm. that they kind of let down in game two and just a little bit. The Shrews threes was big because, for one, I think he it was early in the game. He started off, Eric Spolstra had like a double screen for him out of bounds. He hit that one. And the screens you're talking about, those little ghost screens where he do it mm-hmm. and then pop that real Jimmy quick. Hit him those were so big because then his next three that he hit was just a catch-and-shoot three with just confidence. Because KCP helped somebody. Somebody much. was helping too yeah, much. KCP and it was just like, hey, I'm Jimmy feeling it. Much. I'm going to let this go. And I think that's so, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just like the role of the stars understand, like, everything is also with the role players. They can't just pull it out by themselves. The Jimmy Butler shit we seen in the first series with, against Milwaukee, averaging whatever he was, 35 or whatever. It's just unrealistic. We just have we have we legitimately un- haven't seen it since. Yeah, it's just unrealistic. Yeah, yeah I, I remember there was a play stats. in the fourth quarter that Eric Spoelstra ran twice and he got buckets out of him, and it was literally just a simple curl screen for Duncan Robinson. One play he come off, gave Vincent pop out corner three wide open. That's where you get the meme of him side eyeing dude. Then literally the next play down, he, Eric Spoelstra ran the same exact play. Duncan Robinson comes off the curl, goes straight to the basket. Layup. Apparently, Duncan Robinson is a great finisher going to the basket. Hey, <laughs> add it to his bag. Add it to his bag. <laughs> he's been working on that type of stuff for years, man. Bro he's is, been working on it. Rose will go game. to the basket strong as he and finish now. He he has never been like, oh, well, it's not like he's been in the league for 10 years. But in the first couple years of his career, he wasn't like that fiery. No. He's flexing on people, bro, in the NBA Finals. That's crazy. And then the last series in Boston, he was talking to the crowd. Yeah, I'm like, he, damn. Yeah. Hey, anytime he finishes strong at the basket, he make you want to flex. When you get $90 million <laughs> and a motherfucker say all that shit about you, you better come out and have it. You, you don't know when the next time yeah. you're going to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he look like a guy that's probably like a key rotational piece Absolutely. Because – it's going to be hard not to play him. Jimmy Butler averaged 37 and a half in the first series, 24 and a half, and then 20, 24 and a half again. So, yeah, we haven't seen him be uh, take over 50 points. Two games, but he got to be averaging low 17. 17? Okay. 17. Um, but, I, again, I think game two, even though he didn't shoot it well, he was important. He still played super the game. Um, he came in the fourth. Late in the fourth, he had some big shots. And I just think facil- I think he ended up with nine assists or so. Um, just good facilitating, good defense on Jamal Murray. Like that's more of a Jimmy Butler performance. Um, that's such a great move, basketball. You want you want at least one like hyper ridiculous Jimmy Butler game because it feels like when he has that, they're not going to lose. Mm-hmm. If a, he have a forty, it feels like they're not going to lose. To me, it's a chess. It's a, it's like a chess match. Or I'm I'm more checkers. I don't. I'm not going to say react like I know chess. Wait, just say chess, just because it's, it's like higher level. That, yeah, it's yeah. higher level. But you have a game like game two, where the nine assists in a facilitating is going to pay off for a game three or game four performance because now when the Nuggets are in there watching film, they're highlighting Michael Porter Jr., you're not closing out on shooters. KCP, you helped over too much early on on this Max Struess three. That's going to be in the film room. So now those guys aren't going to help as much, and now it opens up for Jimmy Butler to have a lot more easier avenues to drive and do his spin mid range or to go baseline and get the mid or to attack. But when you got everybody focusing in on you, it's much more harder to find those scoring avenues, especially in like game one where they was missing so many damn shots. But for them to make those shots, it puts a different type of pressure on the defense so they can't really key in on Jimmy Butler and he can really have one-on-one type situations. So I think that's why it's important for guys like him to not overly stress it and just kind of go within the flow, empower your teammates. If somebody's open, kick it to them and make the right play because later on in the series, it's going to come down to a fact where somebody's going to be like, oh, shit, I got to find Gabe Vincent. I can't really. And then he'll he'll have a one-on-one situation with somebody that he can. My fault. I just. 
You good? I just scratched the. <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, I think it. I think it'll help later on down the series, but mm-hmm. I, I think that's why it's important to be a willing passer as a star. Mm-hmm. Um, who's like the first option? Because if you show teams that you're willing to win by making the right play, then mm-hmm. they have to respect your teammates. But if you just out there trying to shoot everything and shoot y'all into a win, then motherfuckers, no, he ain't finna pass. <laughs> like Michael Porter Jr., I would never play him for a pass. Ever. I would never. Mm-hmm. Ever. Why would I ever, you ever play just like him? one assist? Y'all yeah. see that screenshot? Yeah. All, ha- all all Bob, yeah. Why would I ever play yeah. him? For, uh, and Jamal Murray sitting under the basket wide yeah. open. And Jokic, Jokic was standing under the basket. And Aaron Gordon. It was oh, three of them. <laughs> you know what I lo- also love about this, like, this series? It ain't much... Like bad body language. You see a lot of teams. Like both teams are really trying to compete. I was listening to to Draymond's podcast. He's, yeah, I seen him. I, um, I didn't even finish the whole thing, but he was just initially talking about how, like, at the end of the first quarter, Jamal Murray could have passed Jokic the ball, but he took a, a kind of like a crazy shot. Jokic ain't do nothing but look like he clapped his hands. It was like, man, that shit was close. Yeah, at the end of the game, same thing. When you, when Jamal Murray took the shot, Jokic had no reaction. You know, mm-hmm. he was. I thought it was a good look, all yeah, things considered. Too. A lot of people been talking about should they have used the timeout? Should the Heat have fouled? I mean, we all whenever that happens, we always just live in this fictional world that like everything is gonna be perfect if you draw it up or whatever. I thought they got a decent look from a dude that just hit the previous two threes. And mm-hmm. I'm also not a fan of just trying to foul because the D de- I feel like as an offensive player with a high IQ, you know that they're gonna foul. So if you come any I'm just gonna shoot it now. Now I get three free throws. You know what, Jimmy looked like for so they at he looked at Spoelstra ass like yeah. foul. Spoelstra said no, but Jimmy reached in and like knocked the ball yes, away for did. a split second, and I thought that was his intentional foul attempt. For for Spoelstra to say don't foul and him still to reach in for a potential steal was funny because because <laughs> I think that the referees could have potentially saw that as a as, a as intentional, a intentional foul. foul attempt. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad the refs didn't call it. I'm glad they didn't either. Kevin Love, then he who did he hug? Oh, he he hugged, he hugged Vincent Gabe after Vincent. not passing the yeah. ball. That's what I was yeah. to yeah. say to, to Mike's point. Um, the energy in that team on both of these teams just seemed like those are locker rooms that you would love to be in. Don't, two, don't two, let Mike Malone hit that. He's two, fucking furious with his team right now. Two great things that <laughs> I heard. He Austin Rivers was on a podcast, and he said he hate that everybody saying the Nuggets are deep because they're not that deep, which not I, that deep. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also a little salty that he's not on a team because <laughs> he didn't get the chance to play with a fully healthy team. Right. He was on there with no Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr. Praying for Damian Lillard to miss a shot. Facts. <laughs> Secondly, they probably wouldn't be getting PT right now. That anyway. Draymond Green podcast, Steve Kerr took that and took shots at his own team. Oh, yeah. Mm. What'd he say? Because he was saying, like, you look at teams like Miami and, like, how guys are always ready to play. Duncan Robinson went stretches without playing. Kevin Love went straight, and now he's starting. And he's like, that's a championship and winning team when everybody's bought in and guys ain't complaining about their minutes <laughs> or why I'm not. And they, all of Warriors' Twitter is just like, oh, those are subliminal shots at Kaminga and Jordan Poole. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-oh. He even said some alone lines are coming to the locker room and saying shit like about not playing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, damn. It's getting spicy. Yeah. Getting spicy. Whoever replaces Bob Myers, let's set a podcast, man. Getting spicy. <laughs> gotta, gotta figure that out. They um, have a very interesting offense. What are we looking at for game three? Man, I mean, if uh, I can't, I, I don't want to speak in super extremes, but I, it feels like a must win scenario for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, you have to. One of these, you have to win one of these games. Because if you go down and Miami protects home court, it's looking very uh, glim. What if Miami don't protect their home court? Then, then we got then a long series, and I'm excited five. about that. Then that we means we're probably seeing them. Five-game yeah, right? series. Yeah. I don't think Miami's going to go in 
and winning Denver in an elimination game. So I we're think. there for game six. We're going to be in Miami. Not in the arena for people that we're, we're performing, but the game is going to be on after whatever. If they somehow win the series in six and we're in Miami that like while crazy. people celebrating and stuff, mm-hmm. that would be ridiculous. I wonder if that's going to affect Tootsies. Oh. Let's, I guess we'll find out. Jimmy Butler <laughs> popping that bitch all of a sudden. Yeah. You, can uh, you know all the celebrities going to be in town that night, too. Yeah, we we might not get our section because I'm not throwing money against Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I'm good on it. No, all the dancers would just be over there. We would still have our section. It would just, just be empty. us four just sitting there <laughs> with Armoir. Armoir's new painted nails. I'm dead. If he gets up, bro, <laughs> we're going to have to send him down. If There's nothing wrong with painting nails, but painting nails because Drake painted nails, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> if Armoir coming here, I'm not a painting nails guy at all but if that's what your flavor is and you're doing it off the strength of yourself i I endorse it anything a person do off the strength of themselves i endorse but if you come in here because drake drake (laughs) did it austin get ready for a full time job (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go in there and vouch for you to (laughs) Uh, um but yeah I, i think game three is gonna be interesting it's gonna be super important um uh I'm loving the fact that this is a chess match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Miami, you know, doing a little matchup zones and all these different things. How can the Nuggets come out and give it a twist and, and give them something that they haven't seen? And then Spoke gonna have to respond. And then it's also like, who gonna go out and get this motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's one one. Somebody gonna have to go out and take it after a while. Like yep. sometimes there's not that many chess moves that, that exactly. you can really make because at some point y'all are pretty even keeled. You're both in the NBA finals, mm-hmm. but. The Kevin Love being a certain to the starting lineup, I want to I want to see what Mike Malone's counter to that is because it definitely mucked up a lot of shit for Jamal Murray and MPJ because now all the defenders are no longer trying to stop Aaron Gordon from dominating dominating the paint. So I'm very curious to see what Mike Malone could do to counter that because that's that seemed a what pretty if he big... don't counter? Where if he say there's no way MPJ shoots this way the rest right. of the series? I think that a lot of what the Denver Nuggets is going to do is just play the same game. But I, again, on Mike Malone, what Mike Malone is saying is that their effort has been poor. It's the NBA Finals. I shouldn't have to give you a pep talk to get your effort high. If they play at the same effort they played in the conference finals where they was fucking the Lakers up, and well, it was a you close just, You don't even got to say that. You could just say game one. Game one, obviously, the Heat kind of made it a game, but they looked a lot sharper, and that's probably all it really is because the Heat, they're, they're, they got to be best in the league at these grinded-out games. And oh, just, you, you want to know the stat? What? They, they have six wins in this playoff, so they were down by um, – down by eight points in the fourth quarter. They have six. Mm-hmm. Every other team that has been down by eight points in going like in the fourth quarter has one total win. They're like one in like forty, and the mm-hmm. Heat have six of them. This play, this playoffs, they've played like forty-five games with a five-point swing this season. Yeah. For like forty-five, yeah. bro, that is insane. That being said, they're you built. Just, you don't. You don't want to go to a close game against the Miami Heat. For real. Simple as that. And it's just like part of that grit and grind type game is you have to kind of keep them out the foul line. The first mm-hmm. game was kind of anomaly because they shot, what was it, two or three? But they, they got to stop on those kind of ridiculous fouls. The first KCP foul was whatever, but you're going to do it. You gave him six free throws, yeah. you know? Then and he, then, he got the Cal Lowry one was ugly because Cal Lowry was like 50 feet from the from the rim, it felt like. KCP had a smart vet move too. Early in that game, Gabe Vincent slipped. And Ka- he got that, yeah. And KCP literally just shot the ball and just like fell into him. And I was like, bro, yeah, that dude. would piss me off if like I just slipped. Well, KCP just... should have did that try like three more times. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he still was a net negative on the game. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, the Miami he got a way better whistle this time around. 
like way better. And partially that's, of course, them being more aggressive, getting to the basket. But I thought some calls went their way. And, that, and that's not me blaming the refs for the win. Mm-hmm. But, like, do, do you remember in the game, there was, like, three possessions where Yo- the fa- the ball went out of bounds and it was Miami Heat ball yeah, and Jokic yeah. just throwing his hands up in the air and all of that shit. Yeah, uh, that somebody on Twitter went back to, like, go through the, the film. of It's unnecessary, but some of them were off the Miami Heat. You could probably I, go I back. I when Jokic does that, by the way. That's the that's the major thing with he this game. He looks like a fucking baby doing throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> like he got to find a better way to complain at the least because the, the optics of. <laughs> but it even is with just that, disgusting. you know what? I think he's a lot better now than he was like a year or two ago. Yeah, he was no, way he worse. Is, but that gave me PTSD because he used to. Mm. But he did literally. Did. Yeah. <laughs> I, he did have a like. He was having some crazy finishes at the rim where you're like, he probably could have got that call too. Because he was literally damn near throwing he that He could have had some offensive fouls too. Yeah. Yeah. The shit with Cody Zeller, like, he'd be strong arm. <laughs> he'd be his pushing ass. his ass out the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking Nuggets this game three. I'm thinking they got to they gotta come out sharper. And Mike Malone is the guy to be one of the best in the league too. It's just like keeping up that intensity. They be literally up third, and he's yelling up them, yelling at them like they down ten. I'm gonna go Heat. I think in this game, I think you're gonna get a much. I think you're gonna get the same great shooting, but I think Caleb Martin also will play better <laughs> in this situation. Did you pull that up? Where you just get that granola bar from? You just had it. Oh, he travel at least some. Um, uh, I know Caleb Martin has struggled in Denver. I feel like that struggling will probably change in Miami. Does it change Why? if Tyler Hero's playing to you? To, uh, that will be very. They say he still has swelling though, so maybe he's he's yeah. like a he's a uh, questionable. Why right Caleb Martin gonna play bad all of a sudden? Just because he, I feel like the home court advantage. He know the rims. In game two, and he, was, like, um, he was. And he's played the first two games with stinkers. I think when you get home and you got that home crowd momentum, well, Steve, different shit, I, that didn't imply the MPJ in case he. I thought you were gonna say oh, that. Well. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. You were setting him up for. I'm to see if he's gonna give me anything besides the fact of being at home <laughs> because we just seen a group of role players not play that well at home. I know. I mean that that statement isn't subs is not foolproof. Yeah, it's not foolproof. Role players will still struggle at home sometimes, but more than likely, you expect your guys who aren't your stars to play better at home. He was sick for game two. He was. He almost didn't play. He yeah. did hit a big three late, so maybe that was a, a little big confidence boost. I hate the look of his jumper. Um, I love it, does, it. it has that little hitch in it. Eleven point eleven point nine million viewers for game two of the NBA Finals, which is identical to the amount of viewers for game two of last year. So anybody was talking about the ratings of the two smaller markets and all of that, shut up. I know. I seen, exact a, same. I seen a shut post up. where it was just like NBA viewers forced to watch Jokic's greatness and they had to just peel their eyes open. Yeah. Hey. It's been a if great If you don't like ball, so just say that, bro. That's all, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do is just say that. If you don't like ball, just say that. Because right now, I think through two games, we got one hell of an NBA Finals. Green Sixers team. fan mad that Jokic's doing in the Finals like this. Sixers fans mad. Um, Bucks fans is mad. Boston fans. Celtics fans are super mad right now. <laughs> they were they were right there. Warrior fans, Celtics, yeah, yeah. Lakers fans for sure. Oh, Lakers fans are really mad right now because y'all were four games away. You were four games away from being here. You know. Yeah, but we didn't we didn't lose. We got beat. Oh, oh got wow! Beat the fuck out of nobody beat. gets swept and say we got beat. We Bro, didn't lose. Mike Malone threw a shot at y'all recently. They did like a. They, it was just on BR. They was like they handed him a picture or something. He was like, "Oh, this looks familiar. It reminds me of something like a broom or sweep or something." And it was like a picture. I think it was something from the Lakers series. Michael Malone hates the Lakers. It's, <laughs> it's proven. I do too. I think he just hates it because of like 
the that narratives that were built the media attention to the media attention yeah. from the lakers um i hate whatever and even yesterday loves. i'm joking <laughs> even yesterday instead of people talking about the nba finals everybody's talking about carrie irvin now if carrie irvin <laughs> and lebron james <laughs> in dallas if Jokic was a more just outgoing dude you think they would probably get more nba media attention well the, the reality of the situation is if you aren't the greatest or like close to that mm-hmm. they're not going to talk how how much Lakers talk do you see on ESPN and yeah, and we're we're nine. guilty of it too yeah. obviously um, it's popping up probably once an episode a, on TV if I, it if it ain't drama filled then they don't then it's not worth the ratings mm-hmm. so instead of talking about Nikola Jokic's greatness let's talk about LeBron James and them trading everybody to get this new team and oh it's a great story because they made the playoffs and all. so it's it's all about ratings at the end of the day mm-hmm. and I think that's the biggest part the biggest fault of NBA uh, media right now is that like nobody's just putting together cool shit it's just like how can we you know what I'm saying? I think the viewers will gravitate to cool shit, personally. What is cool shit? Just fu- fun. I like I've never turned on on these these cable networks and enjoyed myself. It was like they're having a good conversation. They, they're having a great time. It's yelling. It's this and that. It's debate of debate twenty four seven. It's like it don't have to be like that. You know. You know. Oh, I one of my for the players. Oh no no no! One because of my favorite shows growing up was Sports Nation. Did y'all, did y'all watch Sports Nation growing up? A little no. bit. It was on ESPN two with Colin Cowherd and. And I think it was Beetle. But I'm not going to lie. It was a show that if it was on, it was on. But, yeah, they had the. Uh, it was like internet like, infused. It was beautiful. And shit. Yeah. Um, it was cool. No, I never seen that. NBA well, Inside stuff before familiar, that. familiar, but I don't remember that like that. You don't know nothing about no Inside stuff. I've watched Inside stuff so much this past two weeks because I'm using this inspiration for my TV show. Quick little shout out. Shout out to him. Or, mm-hmm. Quick little promotion, too. That's way too back for the that's that 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 show couldn't last in today's. Yeah, because we have the internet. Yeah, and that show came on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I had to be like I, nothing like was cartoons. worse than staying up Friday and waking up, and I saw that fucking um, I missed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Amara Shah, I was listening to a podcast with him, who was the main host of that throughout the nineties. My man. And he was saying, <laughs> and he was saying it wouldn't exist now, mostly because of the internet. That was a way for them to interview players and show the other side of players that you didn't see, because there was no way for us to figure out that um, Larry Johnson likes lizards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, if Larry Johnson wants to put together a fucking YouTube channel for his lizards, he could do it. Like it, it don't take no funding from him. Um, and that's what we're seeing with all these player podcasts and all these players YouTube channels. Like Giannis just announced he owns a candy company. Mm-hmm. He would have to go on inside stuff to talk about that shit beforehand. Now he just has his own YouTube channel for it. So um, it would, I don't think it would exist, but I like visually, aesthetically, how inside stuff was. Yeah, because it was very colors. 90s and it yeah. was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to my Rashad. He's a guy that don't get it enough. And Willow Bay. Shout out to them. Y'all enough think there is a way that they can improve TV to where they do bring in the, the demographic that actually would care? Yeah, you bring in us. That's true. Yeah, it's a 50-50 split for me. I I can't sit and just continue to blame TV. I'm also have to blame the people that consume it, because as much as shit that we talk about it, it's a lot of people that sit there and eat it up day in and day out. I think you will never eliminate the old heads from taking that from sitting down on a old people sit down on the TV and watch TV all day, mm-hmm. and they will watch that shit every day, no problem, just because it's part of their routine. Mm-hmm. So that I feel like those ratings. We'll always have those numbers just because they're going to watch it. You're always going to have 30 to 60-year-olds. But the real question when it comes to TV right now is how do you get 11-year-olds and to 24-year-olds to care about linear TV? Mm-hmm. It's hard because they, we got TikTok, we got YouTube. It's hard to care about TV again. And that's the problem that they're having. And that's why 
ESPN just spent all that money to get Pat McAfee in because Pat McAfee has that demographic and he has them watching two to three hour live streams every fucking day. So here we go. Yeah. I think, and I think what you're saying is true, P, because a, a lot of us are influenced by the shit that we watched. So if you only have seen debate shows when it comes to sports, that is what you're going to do when you're talking sports. Like if I've only seen Stephen A. Smith or I've only seen, um, what was the other guy's name that just lost um, Shannon Sharp? What is his name? Uh, yeah, Skip Bayless. Yeah, I've seen Skip Bayless yelling at each other about the GOAT. That's kind of what we're going to do because that's all I know in sports media. Mm-hmm. But if we have shows and, and different p- platforms where it's not all that, then I think that we'll have a lot less shitty discourse on Twitter and stuff because now these younger people are growing up outside of Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith's. So yeah, and I I feel like debating is such an exhausting thing to do. Constantly. It is. It's I, fun. You know what and, it was and, too? And moderation. Yeah, it's it fun is. when it's not like it feels like it's forced. I feel yeah, like they purposely so when it's genuine. You yeah. know, it kind of reminds me of, and this is like this is no, no like, I'm not trying to spend say no hate or nothing like because dude is dude is really cool. But it just reminded me of like when we were at our live show and um I forget his name, but a really good guy. He was talking to P about Dame versus Steph Curry. Right. He was like, man. What what can Steph do that Dame can't? Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, P just going casually going back and forth, and he's like, so if Dame was in the playing for the Warriors right now, he would probably do everything he did. It's just like that's the type of stuff that I feel like is a little bit forced because it's just like it's so hypothetical. Mm-hmm. You know, but, it goes back to like yeah. a little bit of biasy. It's just like, and it's, but it's just not, not like fair. It, yeah, I, but I thought like that was a little different. Shout out to you, though, bro. To, much love. It seemed like it was What's more up, of a sure? conversation versus like a debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel because like that I is like I wasn't going to let it be a, become a debate, but he yeah. was definitely trying to have a debate. He was asking me, <laughs> "What does Steph do better than Dame?" And I feel like that is even in itself much respect to him. Like you said, that was just stupid. Steph is a better player. What are we talking yeah. about? Like mm-hmm. I, that's the shit that, like you just said, when it's forced. I don't want to have a forced debate with you because you're in love with a player or that's your favorite player. Like I don't want to have that debate, and I, I hate that that is the mindset of so many fans. Like, I say it all the time. Because Paul George is my favorite, that don't mean he's the best. I am very, very understanding that whoever my favorite is and the best is two different things. Mm -hmm. I am aware that the Knicks aren't the best team. They're just my favorite. That are two extreme different things. And a lot of people don't know how to pick that apart. They think that their favorite equals the best, and that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. That's just not. And if a lot of people understood that, then I think a lot of bullshit will be cool. I'm mm-hmm. not looking at my player or expecting everybody to bow down because I know Paul George is the best player. He's just my favorite. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, um, Also, I feel like that TV shit is always going to be at a struggle now with the internet. And it's just mostly because you could just find whatever you want. You could find it for one on YouTube and get the little clip out version if it's a sports show whatever. I could watch Stephen A. Smith do his little rant. I don't got to watch the show. But even in that, just regular TV, watching TV in general is just kind of a little bit outdated to the fact, you I know? Mean, yeah, that's what the, that's what people are fi- finding out. Like, if you look at, like, the NBA ratings that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. almost 12 million people, that's the people that watch the actual game. But you also got another 50,000 that might have watched YouTube clips or TikToks mm-hmm. or, you know. Don't leave, people are legally streamed. Exactly. So yeah. that doesn't even account for the people that are into the series you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and the real question is for the nba or for these different companies how do you monetize the people that are actually watching a full game and the reality is it's like youtube ads yeah. it's ads on, it's like tiktok creator fun mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out how do we leverage that because it's, it's tough to even i mean and even with that like i think of another thing 
it's just like people don't sit down and watch TV all day no more. Like there's times where I might tune into like a show or whatever at eight o'clock because I know and it's a specific reason. But even that, half the shows that I watch, they're on a streaming platform. Yeah, that's true. I can watch them whenever I want when I get the chance to versus I have to tune in right then and there. Right. Yeah, or you, yeah, like you could just watch it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the best form of... Uh, How do you get live TV to be great again? Bring it to Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I think yeah. that's the, be- the best yeah, form of... The, the best form of entertainment is, is, is that. It's not having to fucking break my neck. Mm-hmm. I have to be at 8 o'clock watching tbs for my favorite show like that is that's and then also like the way life it's a 30 minute show you got 10 minutes of commercials this yeah. is like that's my opportunity there i might be tuning out versus you know i'm paying for a streaming service that they don't got it and it's just like i can get my quick 20 minutes in did you did we all cut the cord do anybody here have cable i don't have cable i don't have cable we all have streaming platforms right yep, yep. yeah that's a problem yeah shit ain't a problem for me no not for us but i mean I'm like for them either. I, oh, yeah, D, I, D Rose in my stream has been telling me you can go to the ESPN uh, website, whatever. You can log in because we have you. I have YouTube TV. You have YouTube. You can use YouTube TV and log in, and it'll be like the exact same mm-hmm. as the game mm-hmm. or Hulu too. Yeah, Hulu so, does have live sports. Yeah, that's yeah, what I have. Sports. I have I Hulu you. Live TV. Yeah, so he's saying you can log in with your TV we provider. All, we be on that talking about how behind we is because the YouTube yeah. TV. We be like, damn, Kyra, don't spoil it, right? But it also <laughs> is cheaper than cable. It is yeah. way cheaper, and I'm okay I'm with being seven hundred channels, and I'm only using four. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely okay with being ten seconds late if it's gonna save me X amount of money a month. So, yeah, uh, they, TV. T- I don't know. The world just ain't the same. Yeah, like, TV's more of a status thing to say that you have a show or that you're on TV, but in reality, you get you can get way more eyeballs on your shit just by TikTok, TikTok. and YouTube and stuff. Yeah, I mean, TV might be overrated at this point. Mm-hmm. You, you, you got to feel to yourself. You got to care about what the network wants you to say. Because a lot of people don't understand that shit that's tied with TV. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You might just think it's ESPN, but it's a lot of shit that's just tied into it. You, um, you're from, definitely not the head of the creative freedom when you're on for TV. Sure. Would you rather have a TV show or a Netflix really exclusive? No. It's like Ooh. Disney and all of this shit that what gets did you say, Mike? with it. Would you rather have a TV show or a Netflix exclusive? Netflix exclusive. Netflix exclusive. 100%. 100%. Hell yeah. That's a no-brainer. And Netflix just be giving out to motherfuckers, too. <laughs> Not that you don't have to work for it. I don't want to discredit no, people. Yeah. But like, that don't there's mean a lot of no original things, things out there. Right. I grew up watching Netflix exclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brian Gumble, I think, is on Netflix now. Or he might still be on HBO. Ken Golden has a Netflix what's show. The, what's the guy? I've been seeing the, uh, the one the guy that, that was interviewing who- KD about the week. Like, I'm high right now. David oh, Letterman. David Letterman, man, David Letterman, one of there's those. A, there's the food review dude has a show on Netflix now, not Keith Ooh. Lee, but the uh, the ball. Yeah, yeah, he's he got a, he's got one on Netflix now. Then then Kevin Hart pitched some shit to Keith Lee for a streaming show. Uh, maybe because who I was Ke- Kevin Hart signed to a network? Kevin Hart has net right. Kevin Hart signed to something. Hart something right? I Heart. No, I'm just talking shit. Um, I Heart Radio. That's not him. I just that's know he did have Keith Lee come review his restaurant. I'm like, that's not him. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the Netflix exclusive, because I, I feel like you just have a lot more creative freedom. Mm-hmm. Of course, we ain't been in on those meetings to know. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, on, on TV, you got your own like network that you got to abide by, but also like the network of TV in general. The, mm-hmm. What is it? The, Neil, the Nielsen, FD, whatever. The, FD, the, F, not FDC. the FDA is the F- FDC. Food. Something. <laughs> Some, uh, FTC. FTC. I like getting. I didn't on, know it from Family Guy. FTC. I like getting Light on here team. and you know, like talking to D Rose, talking to Isaiah, to talking to Anthony Edwards. I like getting them loose and be like, man, I bust your ass. Right. I couldn't say that on ESPN at all. 
He oh, Kevin Hart owns but a part of Peacock. What is his shit called? His shit has hearts. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that. that's where his um Laugh Out Loud is where he has his coldest ball show. He has yes. a stand up. Yes. He has a stand up yes. called Laugh Out Loud, right? Was it laugh? Oh, laugh in my pain. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin Hart. Coming to the podcast, Kevin. But yeah, I like to yeah, talk to people and get people. He, he just did a podcast run, bro. Yeah, with Logan Paul. He was on Logan Paul's. He was on um He was on Jason Sudeikis' show. Which I I ain't watched, but I saw a clip of that was funny. Um Hey, more basketball stuff. Um outside of the NBA finals. At different points, Zion refused to work with the VP of player care and performance, Aaron Nelson. <clears throat> Brandon Ingram has sometimes seemed unwilling to play through minor discomfort to the point where some of his teammates have become frustrated with him over the past two years. Yes, straight up to the next. Zion missed the final 45 games of last season with a, a strained hamstring, um, but he wasn't the only key Pelican piece to miss extended period of time. Brandon Ingram set out 29 consecutive games with the injury the team described as a left toe contusion. Ingram kicked the back of, the, of a Memphis Grizzlies player's foot in November, two days after the injury to Pelicans. Coach Willie Green said Ingram was day-to-day. Days turned into weeks, weeks turned into months, and Ingram didn't play until January 25th, exactly two months after hurting his toe. During the time, there was significant frustration in the Pelicans organization with Ingram's extended absence. Several players felt like he was capable of playing. NBA Insider was shocked when Nelson was informed that he would no longer be in charge of the, play, of the Pelicans player care and performance team. Nelson and Griffin were friends dating back to the time of the Suns, and Griffin gave Nelson a huge amount of power with the Pelicans. Other NBA sources wonder if Nelson was being scapegoated for Zion and Ingram's shortcomings as unreliable stars. I'm going to clap it up for my good friend KB. Thank you. Me and, me and you struggled to read and you just did a great job Thank right you. there. Thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, then not, I wish you could you could tell like the whole, get the whole stats of when they've been playing together versus just this year because mm-hmm. I think if you look at that it might be more so if you can look at that panic button but it's just, it's still that that you want them to play together. I think you've seen them play, like play, Zion played a lot of good ball last season so did Brandon Ingram. You want that together, but it's also you got to look at that as a whole yeah. and think: Is it time to panic and probably trade? Most likely, Brandon Ingram rather than Zion. Well, they played two hundred minutes together this season, which mm-hmm. is nothing, nothing, nothing for your two star players. Um, and yeah, I mean, the the Nelson guy when he got hired to the Pelicans, it was like, oh shit, we got the best in the game on our staff, and and you know Zion's got his shit with the health, and if there's anybody that's gonna get Zion good, it's gonna be Nelson. And then they got his ass out of there because apparently, I mean, maybe he escaped. Go to I'm not in the locker room. We're not in the locker room to know. That's a tough test. The challenge. It's, with a, Zion. it's a tough one. And I didn't even think about Brandon Ingram. Like, I feel like because the Pelicans are just one of the 30 teams and they're not one of the prominent prominent teams, a lot of the stuff that to be going on in this kind of slipped under the rug. I didn't even realize that he missed two months. I didn't like, either. I mean, I, on a day to day basis, yeah, Brandon Ingram's not playing, but I didn't realize that it was a toe contusion. Yeah, and Brandon Ingram is. Like, we know him as one of those dudes that love the game of basketball. It's kind of weird seeing that, like, he don't want to play through minor stuff. But that's also, like, to each his own. Like, we don't know what that pain is or what he's actually going through. But usually, you know, Hoopers try to go through that. Um, I know people that don't like to perform mm-hmm. unless they're able to perform to their At highest 100%. abilities. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in the NBA, I, you, can't really, you can't really do that. I'm not saying that Brandon is one of those dudes. Mm-hmm. But in the NBA, you can't really do that. Um, no, especially sure. when your team is like the two seed when you're healthy, and then when you come back, we're fucking fighting for a playing spot. Yeah, I think this kind of goes to what C.J. McCollum said at the end of the season. I had to look it up because I couldn't remember exactly, but he said, for us to be successful in the future, we need to be able to play together. Mm, we need our best players to be on the court. We need to play extensive minutes together, especially in meaningful games to showcase what we have to offer. For us to contend for a championship, 
and contend for a playoff run, and that's what it takes. That's what it's going to take. That's that's funny because when he said that, everybody pointed immediately at Zion. But it was actually to Brandon Ingram. Probably too. both. I mean, yeah, it's, both. It's both. Yeah, I don't. I think there's nothing that I like. It don't matter what sports. Shit could be reading, could be writing. Like reps has got to be like the most important thing, and so in almost anything is reps. And regardless, like them being on the court and getting those minutes together. It's no doubt that didn't like it played a factor into them, you know, not perform or not getting to where they wanted to be in the season. He also said that he could have easily taken a way out um, during the season and gotten surgery, but he's not that type of player. Mm-hmm. And um, and even though it affected my performance, I just went out and competed the best I can. Yeah, and I'm trying to lead by example. That shit is literally like kind of like what we was playing off of. It's one of the other. It's like it's two those two types of players that one that wants to do that. The one that's gonna go through like the hundred percent route. I feel like more than often we see the players like CJ McCullum that kind of just battle through it. I'm gonna take Bi. I'm gonna take Bi word for it. He don't have the history, you know. Maybe his toe shit just turned into something, you know, a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? I, he's never been the guy that's just missing games. That's what I'm. Yeah, missing. that's what I'm saying. So I'm gonna kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, if the same shit happen next year, <laughs> and I'm gonna probably look a little closer at him. That's but, the evolution know. of this game, man. They losing that love. <laughs> oh man, they losing. You gotta that get love. you a spot on ESPN with that take. <laughs> <laughs> but I am looking at Zion a little bit more closer because I mean, you could say I I don't even understand what that would do if they were like, oh, we're gonna trade Brandon Ingram because he didn't want to play 29 more games. Mm-hmm. You still weren't gonna have Zion. Yeah. Zion is the common denominator for the past I don't know how many years, and I'm not trying to pile up on him or act like he's faking or anything, but if you're talking about making a move because somebody isn't playing, I don't know what trading anybody would do if Zion's not going to be there. Anything you do has to is, be around him. Yeah, it's going to be with the idea of him playing. So yeah. trading ben, Brandon Ingram, what is that doing if Zion's still not going to be playing? Nothing. It just don't make no fucking sense. So. Um, but, but if they wanted to trade Brandon Ingram, I, as a Nick fan, he can come and hoop with us all he want. It, you're just throwing that out Gee, there. Yeah. But I, I have him playing on three broken toes. Yeah, oh, Zion, uh, um, wasn't he supposed to come back and then he had like another he problem or something? Yeah, yeah. He See, that's he played that, 29 games last year. Just time. after hearing that shit with Zoe, like I, I do not want to hear no more about these knee injuries. That was, yeah. That's the scariest thing. Funny thing is they were all on the same team together two years ago. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. They was hooping too. That team looked really good looking back on it if everything went perfectly. Sure. That team could have been really – I mean, it was already fun, mm-hmm. but they were they were so many games in that season. I remember making videos about them blowing 10-point leads in the fourth quarter. It's like, damn, something got to give. And then eventually they fired the coach, um, and they brought in Willie Green. And Willie Green's been cool, but obviously – He needs players to be healthy. Yeah, he needs players to get healthy. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. Hopefully they don't end up – because I remember during the season they were talking about firing him. Like it was rumors of him getting fired. I'm just like, how can you – Fire someone who's never had who hasn't had their best players. Really? I mean, I think if Willie Green gets fired, he's getting picked up immediately. Yeah. He, he's he's one he's one of those dudes that like I, I can't look at name three teams Willie Green played for. Uh Willie Green played for the Clippers. The Clip, yeah. The Horn, Hornets slash Hornets. <clears throat> what? The Horn I was gonna say Hornets slash Pelicans, but I think he played for the Hornets. Um and then Willie Green you said Clippers? Willie yeah. Green also played for um it was prominent. Willie Green also played for the Detroit Pistons. Mm. Iris and Philadelphia 76ers. No. I thought that's how people knew Willie Green. I know Willie Green from playing with Chris Paul. Yeah, I only remember the him in the Clippers. Clippers is, the Clippers <laughs> is way it's just that's just, that's the last version of Willie Green. 
Well, yeah, the Clippers try to get every fucking old shooter they can get for the wing spots. But I forgot some yeah. of y'all started watching basketball in 2014. He yep. played. He played one season. Uh, Chris Paul. I <laughs> grew up. What did he say earlier, <laughs> bro? Who did they say in the chat? You grew up on who? It was like a play that came out like two, three years. <laughs> it's like you grew up on Donovan Mitchell or something. It was oh, something man. along those lines. I can't remember who. You, the fuck you ain't were. growing up then. You <laughs> uh, Paige also played for the same for six years. I grew up on Lamelo Ball. We missed you on Sunday, KB. <laughs> I, I was pissed that y'all went on Sunday. Because I was I wasn't in town to go. Bro, you would have been fucking crying. I know. That's what the stories that I've already heard makes me wish I was there. But yeah. they was asking in the chat to. to your th- thoughts on the, the hoop session. What are your thoughts? Because we haven't heard everybody except you and John. Kyra and me and Mike talked, but um I mean it was it was all right. We had one good game as a team. The other two we got a got we kinda got the second game, the one we lost after we won, thought that one was a little underwhelming. They they decided that they were just not gonna guard Kyron and John. <laughs> But uh, I do feel like I I could have played better in that last game as well. Uh, the first How ga- so could you play better? Damn, I could have. I should have just played. Like that's I, an easy way. I should have just played like I played in the in the game we won, where I was posting up. But then I got tired and I didn't feel like being down there banging no more. <laughs> bro, this is why we might have to start bringing the camera to the damn court, bro. The tad thing I understand that nigga was sitting in the corner, bro. I was like that motherfucker. Yeah, I'm surprised you said the guard and Kyron and John. They weren't guarding you either, bro. They weren't guarding you either. And then Mike Mike threw up. I heard that. Mike threw up, so he left me, and now I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. We just had a crazy night before. Yeah, Yeah. I was a little tired too. I I threw up, came back, and I think I immediately hit a three. You you better than me. If I'm throwing up, I'm going to fuck home. I'm the well, at least for me, when I throw up. I'd be immediately feeling better because whatever I did throw up, it's just out it's of my that, system. Yeah. Got it all. That's how I be feeling too. Unless I'm I like, know how you be feeling. Like, sick. <laughs> After what happened in the behind the scenes, I know exactly how you be feeling when it comes to bodily fluids. Um, Who? Derek. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. No, I forgot about it that. Was, it, it, was, it was a cool hoop session. I, I like the first two games we played for sure. Even that first one we lost, I felt like we had a little bit more fight. It's just that John, he throws the ball. He don't shoot it. Kyron... It's just funny. I'm trying to ice Mason Kyron behind me. Yes. Okay. Mason would didn't. He didn't play on our team. Yeah. Uh, which, if we would have had Mason, we might have been a little more decent. <laughs> and then Derek, we come into the, I come into the gym, and he's told Mike he want to play Draymond Green. He want to be Draymond Green today. And I'm just like, that. that's why we be losing. Because we too old to come What in. made you say that, by the way? I don't know. I just. That should have told know. me everything I needed to know how that day was going to go. Mind you, did you see anybody bigger than him on the float? It never is going to be. <laughs> but he need to be Draymond. Do you understand? Draymond is an undersized, powerful that's like 6'6". Who's guarding perimeter, who's creating shots, who's bringing the ball up. I tell D. Mills one time to bring the ball up, nigga throw it at my head. And go out <laughs> oh, I remember that. Bro. <laughs> and I'm like, I just told you to bring it up. So like, when you say you want to be Draymond, how did, how did you envision that? I just envisioned myself setting screens for everybody. And slipping. And- yeah, and passing the ball. So but he don't shot. slip. So, he so, don't slip. So he fucking pop. He so pops. <laughs> he pops, bro. So Sabon- yeah, ninety percent of the time you he's pop. popping. <laughs> and he didn't, bro. He took knows. more jump shots than interior. How shots. many jump shots you hit yesterday? None. <laughs> or, or this Sunday. But he kept None. Them, the game we won, KB. We did a pick and roll. He scored. I said, okay, we're gonna do that every time, and we're gonna win this game. 
He scored three straight layups. The fourth time we did it, he did a fadeaway on a smaller guy because they switched it and it hit the side of the rim. Yeah. No, I'm like, right. like at the side <laughs> of the backboard, not side of the yeah, rim. The side of the backboard. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, side of the, So if you have a mismatch that you can score three layups on, what in your brain says fadeaway? <laughs> and you can't and I'm tired of the tiredness excuse because you don't do shit. Hey, we don't you? have you guard anybody that's a, t- a top caliber. Mm-hmm. On offense, all you have to do is screen and really roll. And not 90% of the time, you pop. So if I don't understand where that energy is going. The core ain't that fucking big because I'm not in shape either. I'm not in basketball shape my damn self. None of us really are. Shit, if Kyrie can get up and down, your ass can get up and down because Kyron is probably in a worse shape than everybody. <laughs> oh, for real. John ain't hooped in two years, bro. And John led us in rebounding. That makes sense. <laughs> offensive <laughs> rebound. Offensive rebound. That makes sense. Offensive, no, that rebound. Makes sense. offensive rebound. If it was one thing, John. But was no, no, do no. Back did you day, hear two P? Because um, the guys that when we <laughs> walked in, the guys that was kind of hooping around, like I seen them before. I told the emails like it should be a good, like good fun game because they be hooping. The emails is like, oh, I know that tall dude. I played with him at, at blah blah blah. I'm like, oh shit. You 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 should have been killing him, bro. Which he ain't had dude? shit to light you. The other the other light skin dude. Want to see him? Oh, you know him? Yeah, we used to hoop together. Oh. But and you know what, goes. too? There was yeah, another. Y'all ass ain't say shit to each other. <laughs> For real. Oh, at the beginning, we dapped up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know what? So, like, he was telling me he went to U of I. Like, we was talking during the game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know what was funny as hell? Bro, Kyron, I think he got a rebound. He looked around, threw that motherfucker right to the other team. Because like oh, he yeah. said, dude was a tall, light-skinned dude. He thought that he motherfucker thought was weird. <laughs> 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 Nigga don't look he shit. don't look shit like him, bro. <laughs> he was just tall and light He just saw a light-skinned dude and just threw it. I was like, that's what happened when you panicking. He's like, no, no. I think John like, did that's that too when he went to the basket and he panicked and he just. Bro, I got to. Really? KB, I got to steal, bro. I got to steal. And John is kind of like cutting to the rim. I pass him the ball. He do a little weird Euro step together. He, he like, he's got the ball. He don't know what to do. So he put that motherfucker behind him, like, <laughs> go like this and just throw it above his head. <laughs> Did he, what he did he say after? It. No, he just threw he it said, in the city of me and Mike. He, he just said, <laughs> he said, I knew somebody was going to be over there. <laughs> that shit was so funny, bro. It's funny because he's rolled, what, an hour and a half? Yeah. And y'all say he didn't score at all in the day. <laughs> didn't score Wait, I don't know. He did. He took a decent amount of shots, too. Yeah. Right to the, near the rim. And then they double team, and he like this. And I'm like, I can't throw this. <laughs> and then a couple times, like, fuck it. It's going I did. I did. I throw that one time. And that motherfucker hit. He was like on the baseline he with like a 10 foot jumper. And he bricked that. Oh. Shit Damn. was crazy. Might have been shooting with both hands, KB. John, did, he don't jump when he shoots. He don't. He got like this much lift on his jump. But shot. you know what? what? It was good to see he had one possession where he was guarding on ball because that was all a defender. I don't think he got the steal, yeah, but he was hounded, yeah. bro. He was ball hard. I'm, like, I'm like, why you don't guard the nigga like that every time? <laughs> that was one thing about John growing up. He had all the athletic tools except jumping. Yeah, he not he not he afraid just, to hack. He was just a hack. That's he literally what it was. Yeah, he just reached, bro. The nigga act like he playing 2K. He just a hack, bro. Kyron had a move. He took it off the dribble. Oh, Kyron had a oh, nice yeah. move. Oh, damn. I know we meme Kyron, bro. When we were growing up, Kyron was nice. Oh, he was? Kyron's actually, like, I'm, I'm talking fifth grade. Oh, Kyron was nice. Like in high school. No, I can't. I wasn't there for high school. He shot a shot. He said, you got to step on that. Step step up on that, my boy. And it rolled out. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) It looked good, though. And then it came out. I'm like, oh, my God. 
That's you give a talking shit before your shot go down. Bro, yeah, another thing that you that, you would have been dead laughing at, bro. This one we was sitting on the like we was sitting out. I think he was he was fighting for a rebound or some shit. And all you hear is a loud ass fucking thud. Mason had fell on the ground, bro. <laughs> and he was talking to me because like he had came he had came by uh, my career about the words, and he was telling me he's like, yeah, I thought he's about to. He's like, I was about to land on my ankle. But I was just like, nah, like I'm just gonna bail out. But he's like, I also got pushed at the same time. Cause dude, when I got up, he is like, you good, bro? Like my bad, my bad. But that shit was so fucking loud, bro. Uh, that, that shit, that was that was one of the best and worst hoop days ever. Cause we just should have been thrashing that competition, man. For Damn. real, if we beat this round, that's Kevin, why I be saying I can't AKB, say anything. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker against Denver, me and Mike. I I, I want to say on a podcast, Mike was export Mike on Sunday. I felt like every time I drove, he was out there making shots. He was making the shots. Timely side, we'd be losing eleven to seven, and I'd be like, "Fuck, we need a bucket." Try to drive, kick it to Mike. He making it. I'm like, "Let's let's go, Mike. Come on, uh, come on." It was that that second game we had. I had a tough little reverse layup. And oh, then I yeah, think I tied yeah. it up. That and the next play, the next play, Pete game that bitch. I'm like, oh, we lit in this hole. What you finna say there? No, um, we have we gonna have to call up it. Yeah, we would. We should have ran that court, bro. We should have ran that court. We should, I'm looking, and I'm looking at my big fella too. I'm looking. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't gonna. Uh, I, I ain't gonna yeah, go I, hard I said I'm done with those conversations. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not. No I'm not. Clips. P and Mike. Bro, this is another thing. I, basketball. We got to play more often because I feel like D Mills be trying to make the right moves, but I don't be knowing how aggressive he's gonna be because sometimes I come off the screen. He gonna do a little pop. Sometimes I, I'm trying to go to the basket. This nigga clearing his man out the way. He already not throwing the ball, and it's a little offense. And you know he's he not. Comp- need to, he needs to he, accept the basketball player that he is. Going into the gym and saying I'm being Draymond Green is at this point it's impossible for Derek to do. Who is somebody better than Draymond Green? You should be D Mills. Draymond is Draymond not Green is an elite defender. You don't block shots. You don't. Bro, lock the one play movie where that yo yo man up. got an offensive rebound when we needed a critical we stop. Up that whole possession. Your man just literally and walked to the rim, got a rebound, got it and le- I was like, no, he did miss the layup. Though. I think he no, he, no, made, he made it. it. I'm pretty sure he might even tipped it in because it was wide open. Yeah, play two. I know KB don't play two K that much. He man. know though. When you lock up. And somehow the CPU yeah. just move and they yeah. give up the last shot right before the fucking shot clock. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we just played 23 seconds of amazing defense for that shit. Yeah. No, yeah, you just got to accept the player who you is. Drake, you said you wanted to play, make, and rim protect when I asked you. And I've never in my history of Boy, barely you, bring the ball up. Seen you, two, seen you do those two things. I've never seen you make a play. And rim protection is just we always talked about that for years. For you to be as big as you are, you don't block shots. So you walked in and said, I'm going to be Draymond Green. I was like, huh? What the fuck? You are like, at your best, I'm going to say Sabonis. Yeah. If, like you want, if you ever wanted to play make, you would be like you a are, Sabonis. You, you should, in theory, be a bruiser. In, in theory. In theory. Because honestly, you don't even got to exert that much energy. But I'm just saying, as somebody that's tried to guard you before, you put that body on and that shit wearing the nigga You didn't hear that part. We was walking off the court and Mike was like, if d is on the other team, he'd be playing a lot much more harder. If he was, he would have. You would have probably the, killed us, which bro. is the weirdest shit I can never get over. I like, I am going at a stranger way harder than I'm going at my friend. We should test the next time we go. Yeah, we yeah. we should have had Mason and put you on another team. Then we should have gonna it. be never. 
Right, nigga, the bro. Nigga almost for my ACL. He posted me up. <laughs> he did that to one dude. One dude came in and fucked his. Oh yeah, up. bro. He I'm talking about I. He said, I, I went, when I foul, you don't say nothing. Very oh, next yeah. play, I'm knowing D Mills gonna get back on the D block. D Mills you know, on the corner. In the corner. In the oh, corner, spotted up like Max Truth. <laughs> dude, I'm fucking put the fear God in D Mills. We lost. He didn't even finna play no more. That was crazy because I didn't even do anything. You didn't. That motherfucker. I swear, so me and Pete looked at each back? other. We was like, "Damn!" If if I fucking nigga up and he say that, I'm going back because I got him. He defeated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't even want to guard me no more. I'm going right back at him. And we six deep. We ain't finna let nobody do no shit to you. We gonna de-escalate it before anything happen. And if it have to come to a point we where somebody us, needs nigga, can't, nigga mad because he can't guard you. Yeah. Nigga better hit that weight room. It's one ten feet away. And then what, blew, <laughs> what blew my mind? He talking about I'm a foul you. Bro, every time D Mills touch the ball, he's getting fouled. He's too big for any of y'all to handle. So I just don't call it. We might need you to call it <laughs> if you're gonna be playing the way you is, though. Get those extra possessions. Yes, bro, because you that you be you have you you need a constant. You know what I would say for you to work on, bro? You need to work on gathering the damn ball. He is crazy. Work on gathering the ball, bro. He had times he, where he he's not working on shit. He ripped through. He'll have a layup, but I don't think he got full control of the ball. Nigga be airballing or just hitting all backboard on yeah, the layup. I don't have that. You got to have some body used control. used to be able to drive and get to the basket, but now it's just kind of like it's so much rough And you there. too big. You might as well just go ahead, keep the ball high, and just finish strong up top. I, th- I just think you have a lot more energy if you post it up and set screens. But you're trying to shoot them jump shots. You're trying to do shit that ain't in your game. <laughs> I even tell you that when you be playing Mike one on one. I told you last time we was hooping. Nigga was hooping against KD. Mid range shot that you shot. That is that's that's not a shot for you. That is not. You a catch and shoot guy, but that whole you off balance and shit shoot. <laughs> your balance off. One of the videos. Did he hit all? Did you hit all backboard on Sunday in one shot? <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, maybe on Sunday. Know. Yeah, he did. He did, but I mean, yeah, I, I know I know most of the shots. Oh yeah, yeah, I did hit one off the side of the back. Most of them were just short as fuck. They were just hitting the front of the rim. I know. What what you asking? He's like, if Cody Zeller takes seven threes, you'll be mad at him. I, I was just telling him, like, if a play, if a <laughs> That's crazy. Because D-Mills can hit him, but that's not your strong We suit. on the sideline. I'm like, D-Mills, let's just think about this for one second. You made zero perimeter shots, but you shot probably 80 to 75% on the interior. The math tells me, the analytics... Say you should probably go your ass to the inside, right? Like, duh. It's, he tells me, KB, I just felt like shooting today. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah. We can I, go next Sunday, too. I, I, I'm not going back for that. I'll go, but I, for that, I need niggas to tell me that they're not coming in there talking about, I felt like shooting No, today. but this is this is the worst part of it, KB. I, I think it's screen short. They put in the chat. Demios put on his IG story. I'm getting in my bag today. Yeah, I'm in my bag today. That was I had literally posted that before we even started hooping. Right, you got to post that shit after no, you hoop. We know that though. Home. But if you in the gym saying I'm in my bag today, you got to come with it. You can't do yeah. that and then say I feel like shooting. So even though I'm, I'm 0 for 15, I'm gonna shoot 17 more shots from the perimeter this game. I'm talking about set, uh, post up the emails. You got a mismatch. No, I'm, I, no, I'm gonna set a screen. Oh my fucking god! For the pop. For the pop. Hey, get into it though. Um, you told us you didn't want to be number one option. We don't want you to be number one option either. But there's nothing you're gonna be able to tell us to where we're not going to expect for you to rebound and score inside. There's nothing you can't tell. You saying I don't want to be the number one option does not dis- 
uh, remove the fact that you're 6'4", 6'3", 280, and the biggest dude on the court, so you should clean the glass. I know you be saying certain things to take off some pressure, but no ma- I'm just letting you know, no matter who you play with, where you're playing, and what your attitude is, you're going to be looked at to at least rebound the ball and make inside shots. No, nah, the one offensive rebound he had was crazy, bro. Bro, KB. KB, they still look like he had hustle rebound the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he vacuumed them up. He climbed up the ladder, vacuumed what? it up. And, so, and that was the first play of the game, and he, he took the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> no exaggeration. Our fr- that was the first point. We, the fr- yeah. we checked it up after we won. We shot. He one hand grabbed it, moved them niggas out the way, went up and All one motion, KB. And the rest of the game, he didn't score or rebound. John went to the side like, I don't think D-Mail's got a rebound. I was like, he got that first one. He was like, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, we got to look at you crazy more. when you like, where you at? I'm tired. I was tired. <laughs> I was tired. I, I felt like shoot today. I'll be better Sunday. Damn, y'all de- declaring that going back on Sunday? Come on, let's go. If he's telling me he's going to be better, cool. Because I feel like as long as we got us three, mm. whether our fourth is KB, we guess. <laughs> or at least KB ain't going to be I'm going to be better than John. Or we got Kyron. I feel like we can beat anybody. That's why I was geeked. I'm like, as long as we got me, Mike, and D-Mills, we good. Kyron had a nice little matchup, bro. You should have seen. Kyron had a dude that played exactly like him on no, him. Bro. No, don't disrespect Kyron like that, bro. Are you talking about the one dude that, that with the red like, short? Yeah. Don't, Kyron better than him, bro. Don't do Dude that. ain't do nothing, but he. was he, a referee. He was a ref. <laughs> yeah, you really won't even recognize that he's on the court. He's a fucking ref, man. Damn. I, yeah, he's still out of bounds. Nigga 30 feet away from the play. <laughs> he's a ref. <laughs> Oh. That shit was crazy. All we need you to be is Jock Landale, man. Don't be Aiden. And I told y'all. And we need you to be Landry Shaman. I told y'all they was going to trade his ass. Y'all saw that report? All about Aiden? It's expected yeah. for him to get traded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got some stuff that we could continue on. Um, 2023 FIBA Basketball World Cup is this year. Uh, starting off in August, I Let's guess. Let's guess the players. We got Brunson. Okay, Brunson is, is Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves and Ingram are both on the roster. Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, um, it was a random ass guy. I think the random dude out of here, no disrespect, is Austin. <laughs> it's Austin <laughs> Reeves. Oh, okay. Maybe it was Austin Reeves. Uh, you got Mikael Bridges, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, and Bo- Bobby Portis is also Bobby a random. Portis. Oh, Bobby, Portis. Bobby Portis. Uh, that's all the people that have committed so far. Um, which is a that's a decent roster. Yeah. You know, the FIBA don't have uh three second in the paint, so Jaron Jackson Jr. is a fucking feast. He's gotta not foul. Um and this is the Anthony first Edwards in that element is gonna be so fun. This is gonna be the first time they've been able to play um since the last time. Of course. That what the fuck? Uh they got seventh place. USA got seventh place the last time. Mm-hmm. We not doing that again. You team mm-hmm. team states. Team states. You see that roster? And this is only the young dudes. Everybody's assuming that one of the star older dudes are gonna commit to. Is it Dame? Is it one of those type of dudes? We'll see. Dame do like to play for his country. Dame just like to play basketball. Yeah. In general. Um We gotta yeah, we gotta bring out our, our big guns, man. And they'll, you know those FUBA, FIBA things, they be having shooters at the bigs, and we got two of the best three point shooting bigs in ball committed to the team. Don't get me wrong, I love the Olympics, but I like the FIBA shit too. No, yeah, it'd be fun. It's a twelve hour difference between the Philippines, which where they'll be playing for at least the first round, and us. So 
The games are start 6 a.m., 7 a.m. You get to see like random guys who maybe don't go off in the NBA go off in the FIBA, like Patty Mills. One year they had yeah. like Rudy Gay, Lamar Odom. But I'll never forget when Kenneth Free was out there killing. Kenneth Free was out there killing. I thought he was going to come out to take over the I league. I thought he was going to have a jump the next season. Yeah, he was out about two years later. <laughs> then it was a year where it was like Derrick Rose, Steph He Curry. came back for a little bit. That Houston Stinner looked like he, he had some, but then he, he was shooting. Gone again. Yeah, he yeah. was gone again. Uh, the Kyrie Irving stuff. We mentioned it earlier in the show, but Kyrie Irving has reached out to Lakers star LeBron James and attempts to see if James would come to Dallas. That's crazy how that sort of conversation gets leaked. This, this to me, yeah. is Kyrie letting and everybody know. And it's from Sharm, so it's like, you know. It it's ain't, Kyrie you know. saying he's staying in Dallas. Yeah. That's what I took this as. Yeah. Hey, LeBron, I can't come to L.A., but because we're friends, you can come to Dallas, and he knows damn well Brown ain't finna do that. This is his way of saying he's going back to Dallas. And it's kind of funny because, like, if I'm the Lakers, the last thing I want to trade him to is Dallas because package-wise, they don't really have shit they that don't I want. Shit. And, but I also do understand player empowerment. If LeBron wants to go to Dallas, they're going to send him to Dallas. You don't want to be the only team in LeBron's career to trade him. You don't want to – you because that, that's just admitting that you failed him. Even though you got a champion – you got one championship so far. You that's don't. great. You don't. You don't. As a basketball fan, I also don't want to see him and Luca together. Yeah, I'm always iffy about two ball dominant players playing together. Two. Kyrie's on that roster too, my guy. Oh yeah, but Kyrie's shown that he has the ability to play off the ball very well. Yeah, he did. His you, shot. Hey, and I think you don't want to. And I'm not even. I'm kind of like ready for just like that post. Just rather ready for the rebuild phase at this point of the Lakers. I've been saying what? I'm ready. It's. I don't. This is mind blowing to me. I I you have that. arguably the greatest player in the history of basketball on your team, and though he's thirty eight, he ain't back in twenty eleven. He's still fucking amazing, and you're ready to rebuild, bro. I would kill a motherfucker to have LeBron on my roster right now. I, I'm excited for the rebuild. I'm excited for when it That's gets to that ins- point. I think y'all. Are but do you understand right. that you, your draft capital is not crazy for the rebuilds? Is like, hey, I think y'all have like one. Two, one or two. You traded picks. one to get the the D'Angelo Russell deal to happen. Yeah. You still got mm-hmm. one of them left. I don't remember if it's twenty twenty seven or twenty twenty nine. Yeah. Bro, y'all were four games away from the finals this year. Are you trying to rebuild? I said I'm excited for it. I'm not. I'm being. I, let me try to rephrase it. Like I said, I'm excited for it because I feel like it's just getting to that point in time. Yes, no team has ever traded LeBron. No team has also had him at this type of age going through this type of things. Obviously. I feel like LeBron is going to be more of a personal decision wherever he goes. It's, you it's know what I'm LeBron hearing right doing. now? What? You take LeBron ass for granted. That's what's I'm happening. not taking LeBron That's for granted. That's what's happening right now. You have fucking LeBron. He averaged 30 this year. I was, he averaged this 30. This is what I said when I was telling people this too. Is It's it's hard because I don't, as a basketball fan, I don't want to see LeBron, first of all, retire or just do whatever. And I love having my team. But it's also, as an NBA fan, as just a Laker fan, I'm just ready for the next step. I don't. Really feel like this shit is gonna go down how we think it is. So you're gonna so you another trade, year. So you'll be down to trade both. That's both. what a rebuild has to. You can't. Yeah, keep it would have to come back to. But my, I, you do you understand what I'm saying? Three years ago, you won an NBA championship, right? Mm-hmm. This year, you were in the conference finals. I know those two years in the middle were shit because you were a playing team and then lost in the first round. But more more times than not, or close to y'all have been a competent, good team. You're four games away, and this is a team. It this was. is a team that y'all pieced together in February. It was. It was. <laughs> I. This is not the way I think to win. Y'all are more together so teams for each year. It's just really not. I just want to remind you what a rebuild is, because before you drafted Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, Alonzo Ball, y'all fucking awful. It was Kendall Marshall. It was Robert Sacre. You know, it was awful. I remember those days. Xavier I remember Henry. those days. <laughs> I don't I, like going through that a second time in ten mm-hmm. years when you had LeBron feels kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. 
If you were okay, let's say the Lakers say, you know what, LeBron is 30, 38. Mm-hmm. He's he's questioning whether or not he want to retire. Let's let's trade him away. Is the Dallas Mavericks the the, Hell the package no, they're that not. you are not the damn. They're not the package at all. Because well, e- even it, though Bron is arguably the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. he is thirty eight, and then going into the last year of his deal, correct? Yep. The value that you're getting for Bron is not about to be what Kevin Durant just got. It no, for sure, for sure. I'm just saying, I'm a, I'm excited for whatever the new look Lakers is when it comes to that time. I understand that there it's LeBron James. You know, it's a lot that comes with it. But I'm just saying, as a as an NBA as a Laker fan. I'm just excited to see what that is. Is this not crazy to anybody else? I, I'm just here. I'm just, shocked to hear him say I'm kind of right. I feel like that's not the first time it, I said it's that. It's nuts shit, so I'm just on my phone chilling. Were you you said that they should trade LeBron in 2020 before y'all win a championship? He did. That was yeah, on the pod. Clips has it. Clips Clips has it. Um that Wait, was the year y'all won. Because they weren't as good as he thought they were gonna be. That's crazy. And then they went to the bubble and won a championship. So it's, it don't matter, you know. But I think that. In general, fan, fans in general are so hyper focused on like the idea of something new that they can't look in the mirror and say like, "Oh shit, we got something nice." Yeah, because you know at least y'all did win it. You can say that it's not like this whole. Oh, trust me, I, I talk about that fucking bubble. Smaller, very smaller, <laughs> true, very smaller scale. When the Bulls decided to hit their complete rebuild and trade a Jimmy Butler away for Larry Marketing and Chris Dunn and stuff, I was sad, but I was ecstatic. Mm-hmm. Let's go rebuild. We'll be back at young six. me was sad because I didn't understand. We love Jimmy Butler, yeah, yeah. But like in general, you're like, okay, young draft capital. Boom, we hit some draft picks. We right back here in four years, Mike. We've been in the playoffs one time since then. I don't, I don't know if you realize what <laughs> no, a rebuild really right. entails. I, no, I completely understand that. I completely understand the 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 element of fucking sucking during that rebuild. Like, I mean, that's kind of the whole point. But I, as a fan, like I'm, o- I'm okay with being bad. You know, I'm obviously come complain or whatever, but like I think there's a difference in between me and you know some fans, especially like shit you see on tw- social media. Like a bad loss, I might be sad for that fucking day. I might be mad in the moment. I don't give a fuck about it the next day. You know, type shit. Like obviously, like I'm always grateful. I'm always, a, but it's just like I. It goes beyond that basketball game for me. Like I enjoy, I love being a fan, but it's just not finna ruin my damn day because uh, the Lakers lost or they're in a rebuild phase, you know? I just don't see Jeannie Bustin buying into a rebuild right now. They have no it's draft the Lakers. picks coming up. It's and the Lakers. it's like, yeah, it's the Lakers. They're going to utilize their city to try to bring in other free agents. They're going to be linked to every Everything big name. Everything that just happened in that season, why would you do a rebuild? You literally started off shaky 2-10. and 10. I'm not saying they're going to rebuild next season. I said I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to embrace it when it does happen. That's just it. But do you think it will? Considering that we're talking Lakers without their own draft capital. In the capital. next couple of years, it has to be. I don't think it has to be. Unless an- it's yes, it goes back on Anthony y'all, Davis. y'all next pick? 2027? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, the pick I mean, is so we would have to, We would have to get, if we were going hypothetically into the rebuild phase, it would have to be like trading Anthony trading Davis, Anthony Davis and whatever is LeBron if he's still there for draft capital. Yeah, I don't think LeBron gets you five picks. Not anymore. It would, yeah. I think it's more so on Anthony Davis. I don't know yeah, if Anthony Davis, Davis is doing that. You five picks either. Not where his contract is situated. He's he's up for free agency after next season, right? Yeah, and or the season after that. Either way, I know one he's or two a great years talent left. All, but injury history is as a team taking him on. Oh my god! Team. Literally, hey, as we're talking, here's your here's your report. Lakers insider again. This is Lakers insider, so not anything official. Doesn't think the team will sign Anthony Davis to an extension this summer. <laughs> 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 so there you go. Um, I don't know. 
again, re- rebuilding sucks, and every team that's going through a rebuild currently can attest to that. Where like you you put all your eggs in the NBA draft, and then your team drafts somebody that's I mean, not I, very I good. Heard, I heard the shit around was talking about. He lost the damn lottery. He talking about. He can't wait for Kristaps to be on the position, uh, the Pistons. He waiting for a trade or some shit like that's that. That's the type of hope you get when you four years into a rebuild. Like that's yeah, a long time. The Pistons, Nick Young we the Lakers. You know best, they make shit man for us. Nick Young was y'all best player for a point, so it's crazy. To and that, that's also crazy because that was one of my favorite times as a Laker fan when Land, it was a Lance Stevens show, when it was a Nick Young show. When Ken, yes, we did suck, but them them were actually fun times. Oh, that's. Crazy. I'm gonna look up a random game in Kendall Marshall's Lakers career. And I want to see if y'all can guess what the starter lineup was. Okay. This is 2014 versus 2014. the Indiana Pacers. Ryan Kelly started. Uh, Ryan Kelly was on the team, but he did not Xavier start. Xavier Henry. Xavier Jody Henry. Meeks? Nope. Jody, Jody Meek Meeks. started at the th- at the two. Was Tarek Black, Tariq Black, the starting center? No, he was, was not. Was it Jordan Hill? Jordan Hill is on the roster, but was he did it, not start. For oh. Chris Kamen? Chris Kamen is on the roster, but he did not start. Y'all getting the team, was which it, is dope, but not the starters. Did we say the center? Oh, no. You we still trying to figure out the center. Yeah, the center is not. Y'all got right Mark now Kendall Lopez? Marshall and Jody, Jody Meeks. No. Who the fuck was our damn center? Bro? Robert Soccer? Robert Soccer is on the roster. Did not start. We done, we done Wesley Johnson wasn't on this team. Wesley right? Johnson started at the two. Oh, yeah, let's go. I thought so. Yep. He okay. also in this game, he had 15 points. Let's y'all in scoring. So Jody Meeks <laughs> the game Yep. And, and his, he was a two? I guess so. That's what it's saying on basketball. And, and y'all got another wing player that also started. They were small. Nick Young. Nick Young was on the team, not on the – he didn't play this game. It just said not with team, but he's on oh, the man. team. Uh, so Steve Nash also on the team, not with team. That was probably when he hurt his back carrying groceries. <laughs> so one, Kobe's on his team. Kobe's not on – well, he's not in this game, 2014. He might be injured or whatever. Dwight Howard ain't not, it's not the center, is he? The center is a Hall of Famer. Pass Pal Gasol. Pal Gasol oh, still shit. on this team. Oh, okay, so this is Kobe, Nash – Dwight got traded at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah that's why I thought it was Dwight when he. So y'all missing? So we're missing the four. Y'all missing the. Th- th- he's small. a three. He's a more of a three. He. But um, he is the four in this lineup. He is the four in this lineup. Okay. Hypoth- I guess. I mean, it's interchangeable. Okay. It's not like he's six eight. He's not six eight. Um, la- he did he play in the league this year? Um, he played in the league last year for the Lakers. <laughs> he came back. So he was one of those ten day guys. Um, he played a total of. 40 games with the Lakers last year. Not a 10-day guy. Played a full season. Oh, my mind is drawing a fucking blank. Uh, uh, no, I was going to say ugly motherfucker. He's only 6'4". For some reason, I thought he was like 6'6 six, six or 6'7". Six, only 6'4". Um, and he played last year? He played last season for the Lakers. Small four for all of his career mostly. Kent Bazemore? Kent Bazemore. Oh, my God. The Blaze God. You also had Marshawn Brooks on the bench. Jordan Farmar on the bench. You know I love me some Marshawn Brooks. And that's it. Ooh, and then the Indiana Pacers had a little brick over here. I won't let lie. Just, let, let me try. They got yeah. Paul George. Paul George. David West. David West. George Hill. George Hill. Roy, Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert. Lance Stevenson. Starting five. Lined them up. Boom, 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 boom. Y'all get the bench too, though. C.J. Watson. C.J. Watson on the bench. Good call, yeah. Derek. Yami Mahimi. Yami Mahimi on the bench. Come on. Keep the perfect streak alive. CJ Miles, Miles is not on this team. Ooh, that's a good one, though. Mm. Is this Luis Scola? Luis Scola's on the team, <laughs> B-Dills. Orlando Johnson. Not on the team. <laughs> boy, at least to be a dog. Um, one of Illinois, one of, an Illinois boy is on this team. Evan Turner. Evan Turner. Oh. Um, one player that passed away over the last couple of years may rest in peace. 
a guy, and then also a guy we we saw at a, a airport once upon a time. Oh, Kenya Martin. Nope. Uh, fucking. Airport. We do see. I saw Trey Burke at the airport two days ago. Oh, Chris Copeland. Chris Copeland. Oh my god. <laughs> Chris Copeland. I forgot Chris Copeland's there with the Pacers. Uh, Rasul Butler. Oh, oh yeah, rest, rest in, in peace, Rasul Butler. And then y'all missed uh, Donald Sloan and Lavoy Allen. I didn't think y'all were. Lavoy <laughs> Allen. Ooh, I don't know if y'all were gonna get that. Nice little stretch with uh, with Philly with the Sixers. Yeah, it's like you got a little little bit of bag. Lavoy Allen. Um, with the Pacers, the fella. Temple's finest. What yeah. year did he leave? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't, oh, because he was out like the first. He was out a couple last year. Maybe 2013. <laughs> in active players, Kobe Bryant, Xavier Henry. I think somebody guessed that. Xavier, uh, Andrew Bynum, and Solomon Hill for the Pacers. Solomon Hill, big bag getter. Yep. What Uh-oh. college Solomon Hill went to? Mm. He was a great college player. Am I in this? <clears throat> Zona boy, yes. Mm. Uh, any any, any uh, NBA news? Uh, the Lakers potentially are interested in Kyrie. We kind of tied that all together. Um, it's the Lakers. I feel like they. It's gonna be, but even when Kyrie Irving is signed back up or whatever move he makes, Lakers probably gonna be attached to any. I love how the Dallas name. Mavericks. They come out and they debunk any rumor about them, like. The sign and trade idea that people were throwing around for Kyrie, they came out immediately and said we're not interested in that. They um, said there's no not, handshake deal with Kyrie yeah, Irving no on the handshake match. deal with Kyrie. They like they they come out and they debunk any rumors that may be tied to them. They don't want to be because Mark Cuban is online all fucking day. I just seen his uh, commercial with uh, I think it was State Farm commercial. Oh, without the socks. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "This is a Cuban sandwich." Yeah. Oh, Julius Randle also yes. had a yeah. It's been yeah. on for the entirety of playoffs. You know what's ball. Um, <laughs> Julius Randle got surgery and he should be back ready for camp. I don't know yeah. if that's worth talking about. We Other talking than the about fact that, oh, okay. Um, hey man, watch the fucking show and you know. You know what? I wanted to. Did you download watch the, it for my? Did flight. you watch the? Uh, well, you didn't watch it. Then we had a little quiz that we did. I did see that part. You did see it. I did see that part, oh. and I was disappointed in some of y'all. I won't lie. Why? Um, fuck, Derek, you missed one. The I was no, because I, I, I ain't going to... 25 times 75 years. What'd you say? 144? It's crazy I, as fuck. I was thinking 12 times 12. Yes, you were. Um, <laughs> there was another one that was that was like, damn. Fuck. I didn't know Integer. I can't, I can't act like I did. you know Amelia Earhart one? Yes, I knew Amelia yeah, Earhart. I thought they would, yeah. honestly. Um, God damn. Do you see how those questions... Did you yeah, know, I do, actually. Did you know it was something. movies that he didn't know? I didn't get that far into it. My told me I was asking Mike the hard ones. So I'm like, get you. Two did Zell questions know that, a hard Would question? you know the capital of South Dakota? Oh. Uh, the capital of South Dakota. No. I can ask you Mike's. Two Denzel Washington movies. He got game and training day. Capital of South Dakota. Don't know. Michael Jordan Oh, College. Sioux Falls. Uh, South Dakota. North Dakota. What'd you say? Michael Jordan College. North Carolina. Kobe's first ring was against who? Um... Oh shit. Um Kobe Kobe's first ring is is against the Pistons. No. <clears throat> Kobe's first ring is against the Nets. It's the Nets. It's the Nets. It's the Nets. He wouldn't have got it either. Fuck. Right, he's talking about, uh-uh. he's Who's dead. it against? The Pacers. the Pacers. Oh, Reggie Miller Pacers. Rick Smith's getting his ass dog. 3.14 and name me three weed strains. Um the hair bear. <laughs> That moon rock. <laughs> moon rock, okay. And that blueberry kush. Uh, two young jock songs. It's going down. That's what I said. For immediately. 
<laughs> that's like the one that immediately comes, and after that, it's just like, Fuck. <laughs> Two Young Jocks. I don't know a second Young Jock song. Because he has another you big hit. Mad, he got another big hit. And look at him talking like he knew. You didn't I don't know remember. this either. I don't remember it. I'm not saying I know, but I'm but just saying. But you like, he had it. Right, but in the moment. Yeah, that's the easy, KB. You got it. Oh, my God. He had another big hit. What is it? I know you. Oh, fuck. Eight times eight? Uh, 64. Nobody Sh- better got this LSU. Main character of San Andreas. Any main character? The main character. In any of the movies? I mean, oh, any GTA of the- GTA San Andreas. Oh, San Andreas. Yeah. Um, CJ. Boom. There you go. Boom. South, no, uh, capital of South Dakota is Pierre. Oh. Okay. What was Derek's original questions, though? Uh, Derek's original questions was, what is the capital of California, which you got Sacramento, Sacramento, right? 25 times 25. Two, the 625. What doctor specializes that in way, children? He said starts with a P. Yeah. And I was like, it's a yeah. fuck of all, Derek. That was the one. I was like, you got that. I was like, fuck, it's a P. I just couldn't. You're going to be going to the pediatrician a good amount. Pierre missed this one. Can you spell the word handkerchief? No. I saw him misspell that, and I was like, I couldn't. That was, that's harder than competition. No. That's Is harder. It, I'll try. H-A-N-K-E-R. No. See, like, <laughs> looking at it, I'm going to tell you where probably people be fucking up. It's It starts off like hand, not hand. Oh. H-A-N-D, kerchief. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Chief, kerchief, if you want to phonetically Anchor. say it. Ooh. That's crazy. Ellie Detta Clues just got called up, Oh, which means that Jonathan in- India might get traded. There we go. Cincinnati Reds. Put that Let's in NBA terms for me. It's like... He's a number one pro. He's a number four prospect in the world right now. Okay. Just came up to the league. So School Henderson just get, made his debut. Yeah, something like that. Oh wow! Oh, but also, he's doing it for a team that has a uh, mm, aspirations. Uh, no, the the Jonathan India plays his position. He won Rookie of the Year like two, three years ago. He's not as good anymore. So they might move him out of the way to get Ellie Dela Cruz. Baseball, is those crazy, um, things. Mm-hmm. I would trade for Jonathan India. I think he's a stud. I don't even know what position he was. Second baseman. Oh, I love that. Second baseman. You don't know who Jonathan Indio is. You don't got a 99 card. I don't know who he is. Nah, I understand that from your perspective. Why the fuck would you play with his 73 overall card? I see you having them supercharged, Carl. I see you in BR. But when you're playing against teams and Conquest and shit, you don't be seeing these niggas? I I think he just I don't play Conquest no more. I mean, Uh, it's very rare that I do. And then if I do, they be playing the same fucking team. Baseball is crazy because he'll get called up today and his ass will be in the lineup. Like, there's no transition time. There's but no commute. Be, yeah. He's he's there. And I, I'm going to look and see if they, they announced that he's on. Um, no, the, the coolest thing in MLB is when we went to the Sox game where they, unfortunately, they blew that lead. But I remember in the show, you could replay that moment. They, they put it as a moment twice. Last so, year they had it as a moment, and this year they had it as a moment. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. I was like, I'm literally in those stands over I there. I literally yeah. remember telling your dad, I don't know. He could, Damn, they might get a grand slam. And since that moment, I've hated Josh Naylor's Danny fucking skin. Hated him. Yeah. But you said they were trying to Derek been on our ass. He's trying to go to another one. He's trying to go to a Wrigley specifically. He I said, like fuck, that. fuck the White Sox. I don't care. Put that fire on him. The one thing about it, though, going to a baseball game is exhausting. It is. It is. You sit like in the sun for done, three hours. T- like that trip we had from Wrigley, I was oh, so yeah. tired. And we pulled up to Derek's house, and I had to get in my car and drive home like, I guess next time if we do Uber, we could just have it pick both of us. The Orioles are in town. Oh, no, we're going to be in Miami for this. Never mind. The Phillies. To, I'm not going to see the guards. I often say I'm not going nowhere in Miami. Just I'm going one place and one place only. Uh, Sox versus Cubs at the end of the month. 
You said Sox versus Cubs. Oh no, it's not. My my yeah, calendar is tripping. August. It's in. It's at the end of July. Oh. So yeah, my you calendar is tripping. Talking about that one for a minute too. Um, I don't know. We get, get into a, get into the ballpark. Is, it is. Yeah, it it's is. fun. I went tw- twice. <laughs> um. I would, would y'all rather go to the one at Guaranteed Rate or Wrigley? Wrigley. Wrigley's a better ballpark. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't really care, but Wrigley is turned. But except the only thing I don't like about Wrigley is when the sun is out that you can't. can't you avoid it. you scorching, yeah. Unless you get the like the seats that's underneath the second row. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some old ass ballpark. Roof. Just being down the bowl, you'd will attractable get roof is scorched. something. Did y'all see the uh the the Bears talking to Naperville about? Yeah, I put that not what? Just, <laughs> Okay, they were yeah. like be moving the stadium. But yeah, well, they were trying to find up. So it was originally Arlington Heights or Arlington Park or whatever. Now they meet with Naperville to build a new stadium for the Bears to play in. Yeah, they did. literally playing, not like practice. No, shit, like, like, no like the stadium will be in Naperville. The stadium will be, be in Naperville. First of all, I couldn't even imagine the fucking traffic. That's, over what, I, there. that's really yeah. what I said. I, that was the first thing I said. The traffic in the birds will be crazy, ridiculous. But I could, because I don't know. Like, a, a lot of sports teams have their arenas outside of the city. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty normal, but it feels weird for Chicago, just because it's always been downtown and it's always been close to the I water. Would, I would wonder yeah. like how the traffic, like does our streets. Would it be able to operate like that city check? Because it's gonna be a lot of people that come out. Yeah, it depends on where exactly. And Naperville's pretty damn big. Mm-hmm. Um, what part of Naperville they're looking at? Uh, but I, yeah, I couldn't imagine. I might be going to more Bears games if it would. I don't know if I would. I mean, it'd be better for, yeah, commute wise for commute us. Wise, commute wise is probably the reason. But why I can't I, act like I care about the Bears because they're Naperville. I wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't even be necessarily a care. It'd just be no. an event. You know. Yeah. I mean, if the yeah, ticket prices like would crazy, be different. To, yeah. Well, the Bears are gonna be good by that time. I feel like I haven't gone to a Bears game strictly because it is downtown. And uh, the reason I haven't gone is because it's in the fucking wintertime. I'm not sitting yeah. outside in the cold. I'm sorry. And if they, I feel like if they do build something new, it's going to be in a dome. Wrap up. You think I, so? I would hope so. I don't know, man. Chicago Chicago boist about, boist about its weather and shit. Yeah, I don't think it'd be a dome. Like they like the advantage of the weather? Is that what yeah. The yeah. Windy City. No, that's smart, though. It is a home court advantage. Or retractable shit. roofs or a dome, fucking great, though. You have to worry about nothing. Roof is different. A dome, I don't think they're doing it. A retractable roof would be fucking Is insane. Is the Rangers a retractable roof? The one we went to? I know yes, it was closed when it we is. were there, but it is retractable. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun I, I got to look up a video. For a football field, I feel like that's got to be insane to like watch that process. Um, Don't I mean, the Cowboys the have what? Cowboys they have do. retractable. Because that's such a fucking long area you got to cover up. Yeah. At, at least 100 Yards, <laughs> 100 so feet at least 100 Bro, yards one of the shit I be, I be if you're about all the fucking like um the just like the whole industry or like industrial part of just like how we evolved as like just humanity mm-hmm. and how like you know probably like 100 years ago even just probably like 80 years ago how they were building buildings and shit Niggas just had nothing but a hard hat on, just building shit. Yeah, no, yeah. niggas falling off. Thinking about the highway. The high, yeah, I be thinking so much because, like, the highway covers literally every part of the fucking, like, Somebody had to it. build that and literally and draw it and make it connect to this yeah. part. Everything that, in the, the U.S., at least, I don't know about any other place, is connected. Like, I can get from point A to point B no matter where. Mm-hmm. Like, w- there'll be a way. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. That shit always kind of amazes me. Yeah, I mean Wrigley was built in like 1914, so that that Damn. fucking structure's been over a hundred years old. Wow, um, I enjoyed my time there. That was a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mike didn't go, right? Mike no. wasn't there because he had s- passport shit. Well, you lied about I knew, something. No, I had to get my passport. Okay, did you did y'all passports come in? No, it no? doesn't come in yet. How about they sent me a letter. Oh, Derek has already had his. They, 
they didn't know my social security number. So you had to refile or some shit? I just wrote, they literally said write it right What was? Nah. What was it? It's crazy with the government. Anything they do is slow as fuck. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they have this information. It's such an inefficient. There's no way that they can't get my social security. If they wanted to find you, they could get your shit. Exactly. <laughs> I cannot wait for us to go. To, out of all of the places that's on our tour, I'm most excited about to, going back to Toronto. With Toronto should be fun as fuck. It was so nice, bro. I was so impressed. Because, like, a lot of these other cities, I have, like, some frame of reference of what it looks like, what's yeah. the feel. Like, when we go to Miami, I've never been to Miami, but I have an idea of what Miami is like. Of me, yeah. I had no frame of reference for Toronto at all. Beautiful. Walkable. I'm excited for Seattle, too. Is that it? Are we officially like? doing that, though? I, I, I feel like that was one of the things that we get told about, but it never comes through. So, I guess we'll see. I was the weather. The first day was, like, 90. Oh, the second shit. day was, like, 82. And the people I were talking to that lived there was like, you came at the perfect time. This is not normal. So don't expect it to be 90 when we get there in August, but it was beautiful, man. Shit, I'd rather say I'd prefer it to be a colder than to be 90. It, it was the most influential trip I've ever been on, like with the people I've talked to and all that stuff. It was a lot, it was a lot of people at that wedding that was like, damn, he do, he do what? Shit, can can you know. introduce me to him? Type shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. good. Because um, I remember you said some things about like us working with creators and you like felt like that was influential on like... Just being around successful creators was like mm-hmm. big. It is, yeah. And I think it goes bigger than creators; just successful people in general. Yeah. When you ask them like what they do and how they got there, like you hear they grind, you're like, damn, that make me want to go harder. Um, it was also uh, a traditional Jewish wedding, and I've never been to a Jewish wedding before, so their their like traditions surprised me, and it was it was just cool to see a different form of culture. What kind of music were they playing? I know I remember you showed the party, but like they were playing all variety? all over the place. Oh, yeah, really? yeah, that's good. Um. But they had a live band though, so it was like Damn. there was only so much you could do as far as hip hop goes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the performers was a brother, so it was a couple songs where he was rapping. Take a look at my girlfriend. <laughs> She's the only one I like. It was beautiful, man. It was a great time. And now they're in France. Bro. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it was no. a honeymoon. My favorite part of that reminded me. My favorite movie is off. I think it was like Scary Movie two or three, where they start off and they all singing in the songs. And they singing that that I thought I told y'all. They singing so oh, mystical. Yeah. Right, 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 right. If they would have said that, you would have been lit. They started singing. I would have been looking around to see who said the lyrics word by word. That's what I was gonna be doing. <laughs> Cause yeah, um, I, I was the one. I was the only brother there. The only brother there. I was the only brother. I mean, but just the can't just in, in Toronto feel like how many uh you know brothers were there? It was very diverse. Oh, okay, right, it cool, was very cool. diverse. Um. Very, very, like, actually, you know what? I think our Toronto show is going to be our biggest show because this is what happened. I got off the plane, and one of the people that was working at the airport recognized me immediately. Then I we, we um got a car. I don't normally rent cars, but I was like, let's rent a car. And then when I got to the, air, the, the hotel, the dude that valeted our car knew who I was. And then we walked around the city because, you know, I got to go to my Chick-fil-A. The dude working at Chick-fil-A, shout out to Thomas. He was a fan. And then walking back from Chick-fil-A, I ran into another dude. that was. A, I ran into five different fans in my yeah, day and a half. Like that. That shit, I'm a mood. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know Toronto had this much love. So when we do that live show, I'm expecting the numbers to be kind of crazy, honestly. Mm. It better be. Yeah. When y'all look at the demographic, is it one of our top demographics on the YouTube analytics? I'm not sure. I think it was. I think that's why it went no discussion. They like oh, have made it like yeah. we going there. That Some of the other good. places they kind of discussed like should we go here? Should we? they was like Toronto. Toronto's like a for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm excited. Mm. I think Houston's going to be nice, too. I've always wanted to go to Houston. So the United States has 62% of our viewership. Makes sense. And then Canada has 6%, which is second highest. Oh, shit. Uh, Australia has 3%. So it has two times as many viewers as any other country outside of the USA. Mm. We also got 1% in... In Italy. Y'all trying to hit up Italy, Italy. for a live show? <laughs> Come on, man. I love, uh, you know, shout out to, to Canada, uh, uh North American brother. Yeah. And the first thing you see when you get off the plane is a picture of Kawhi's shot against the 76ers. Really? We, we, we the North. Dope. We the North. Um, so I don't know. It, it was fun. I think that trip, I wish I'm here so we could start talking about the trip that we have after this Miami trip because we got some shit to take care of before that. Um, but I cannot, I cannot wait for the shit that y'all gonna see on the YouTube channel. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming, and like I said earlier, this is the worst episode of Through the Wire you ever listen to again. Because we get better, everyone. I okay. hope so. I, <laughs> I can be, only count for myself. I don't be buying the bullshit. I, it be shit be sounding good. Yeah, I'm pledging to it. You could call me out anytime if you feel I'm lacking. Bet it up. I like that for my accountability. Say, yeah, say less. Cause I would niggas. But I'm gonna hold y'all I'll to that same thing. Too. I, I expect I'm you to. I always want. If I'm not held to it, I don't. Don't know just leave it up here too. Leave it on that court too for me, P. I'll leave it on the court for you. <laughs> Bully me, P. <laughs> he don't want that. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Why are you saying P? Because that's what the comments say that you are bullied. Oh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> we wanted to. Anybody can hold each other accountable. That's yeah. what I don't like about through the wire. I feel like it'd be looked at for me to say shit. You know what I'm I feel like I got a good voice in those videos. I, th- I think, yeah. I think that, y'all that, just say it differently. I try not to sugarcoat a lot of shit, especially when we're talking to people that are outside of this four. Because I feel like in a lot of cases when you talk to people in work, that sugarcoating it could get, like, confused. I don't, I won't say weakness, but, like, I don't know. If I if I say something very stern, then they know that I'm I'm serious about it rather than trying to get away from it a little yeah. bit like no we got to do this we should way. do this yeah. and i know it comes off the wrong way but at the end of the day every everything that i say in those meetings and shit is because i want to create the best possible content and as long as everybody know that and it ain't no hard feelings towards nobody then i think it's great no i agree i th- I just think it hit harder when it's when it's everybody saying the same shit or everybody's expressing it versus just me and you saying it if that's how we really feel. That's why at the basketball court, when John and Kyron spoke up, I'm like, yeah, say that. Don't make it. Because then if I'm the only person saying something about how D Mills is playing or if Mike is the only one saying something about how D Mills is playing, it's like, oh, here go Mike saying it's typical D Mills shit. But when Kyron say something, John say something, or KB is like, come on, let's get a board. It hit different. <laughs> it lets you know. This how yeah. everybody feeling that same There way. are certain places where I definitely don't feel confident. Like if I went to the court, and you fucking up, and I'm like, come on, P. And I look, and I got what fucking one for seven on the but, day. It feels different. But it would let me, it would let me know though. Shit, okay, let me go. Yeah, now KB, KB is yeah. saying something. KB, I would feel the same know, way. It hit different when everybody. I is feel like something. I'm a vocal leader when I'm in my my place that I feel the best. I'm not gonna be a vocal leader on the court because I'm like the fucking fourth best player at best on the team. But if we, but if everybody, I'm be the best leaders. Other, I can be PJ Tucker. Top, I can be, be some of the best leaders though. For when sure. you're not the top person, when everybody hold each other accountable, then nobody can fall. Because if I have seven and I think that means I can't get back on D, we can lose the game from that just because I think oh I got the most points. But if somebody like come on P, we got you. Come on, we got to get the rebounds. Then it's like you're right. Can't even argue that. Real is real, and it's the same thing. If we having some shit, we want merch that's through the wire. 
can't go in a meeting and P is the one saying, man, come on, where, where the merch at? What are we saying? Because then it's like, oh, here go P again. But now when D-Mill's going there, like, damn, what happened to the merch I thought we was going to have for the live show? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what motherfuckers do. I'll be noticing that. Motherfuckers try to act like, oh, it go P. Now P got another, oh, it, KB don't want to do that. Nah, motherfucker, it, we expected some shit. Yeah. It hit different if Mike coming in like, what a video? What a, what a video we were supposed to have that dropped? What, what happened to that video? Don't we got like two videos that we have not dropped? Yeah. But I, but see, in that regards, I feel like it's mainly you that says that. But if Dare coming there one day like, uh, where's that video? It's like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like. We do just be filming videos and just sit on them. <laughs> you know? Just gotta, you just gotta do it as as a team. So yeah. it ain't no narrative with nobody acting like, even a live show with at the Philly thing. It's sitting right here. It's been uploaded for three weeks, and it's just sitting here with no thumbnail or nothing. I'm gonna put in the group chat right now. The Philly footage that we didn't get. I told Anwar to hold him accountable, and you know what Derek did? We appreciate you, Anwar. You don't have to tell him that because I just held him accountable. Yeah, he's a he get a check. He know he appreciates. <laughs> Yeah, everybody get paid to do what they do. But shit, when we holding each other down, you don't need nobody to come back and be a uh, officer sweetener. <laughs> <laughs> we we appreciate you, baby. And nobody, we trying to get shit done. We we when it's time to play, we all play. I'm here for playtime. But at the same time, when it's time to work, I'm definitely here for work time too. For sh- on 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 for show for show. Yeah. You have a word of the day, KB. Oh, let's see what give the, me one. Let's see what I'm, I'm that. I'm I'm really trying to expand my vocabulary, so I've been trying to focus on words of the day. Your okay. vernacular. T- today's word Ooh, of the day. There it is. I know what that means. Vernacular. I'm looking for words that that's not that's you know true. that's trenchant. Trenchant is a formal word that usually is used to describe communications that is notably strong, clear, and perceptive. Other words like sharp. Could so you, if you if you come into those meetings very trenchant, then okay. there's no miscommunications ever, and everybody knows exactly what we want. Oh, that's how you my, use it in context. I don't yes, know. Maybe yesterday my word was ambrosial. How do you shit. use ambrosial in a sentence? It's like I love going to um, I love going to my garden because the flowers are so ambrosial. So they're like va- they're like vibrant and it's colorful? it's just like very very rich and like. Either smell or taste. It's basically like saying like say beautiful. The, say it one more time for me. Ambrosial. Oh. So so Derek and your next food review and that shit hidden. It's ambrosial. Mm. Mm. This shit's very ambrosial. I can't even say it. <laughs> yeah. Ambrosial. Yeah. Oh, what what food we eating in Phil, um, uh, Miami? Cuban. <laughs> he finna All get that Mark them. Cuban sandwich. <laughs> All of the Cuban foods, not for one real, dish. For Cuban. I've been wanting to get authentic Cuban food from Miami for a while. Damn, I thought they had like some type of, some type of shit. No, Miami has a huge Cuban community because it's right. Oh, off. yeah, yeah. yeah right some off some dude messaged me about barbecue. I'm like, bro, Miami, my second home. I'm not getting no barbecue. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I said I was gonna tell you though. He said something about a barbecue place. I'm gonna tell you when it's time to go. But I haven't been in a couple years, a few years, so I don't know if they got any new restaurant. You know how restaurants be coming now. Yeah. You got to try. I remember when we went, DJ Khaled had just opened up his restaurant. I'm like, what the fuck you was that? You said that word was trenchant. trenchant. I'll be writing down the words yeah. so like in a week or two I can sure test myself. I was you start using these words in your stream and shit. I used, because uh, I'm like I said, I'm writing these words now. And it's like, I'm a little unfamiliar with them. And it's like, I get to use more of my sentence. 
I got ambrosial. Uh, I used attrition yesterday, which is like the natural effect, you know, reduce or whatever. You've used that word before. You know yeah. what? I, I also wrote, I learned what a bungalow was. Hmm. Bungalow? Yeah. It's like a, like, like a flatbed, flatbed house with a, you know, a big porch. Remember CJ had the song Bungalow? Uh, repose? You know what repose means? Repose. It's like laying flat or dead. So it's like a nigga take a charge and you look dead on the court, you might say that, but he's in repose right now. Sound like you need to be calling some games. I might. He's repo. I, repo. I saw a shroud on here. Boring. You know what shroud means? Shroud? Yeah. No, it's a not, not, the, not the Twitch stream. Yeah. I looked up. I heard the word. I looked it up, and the first thing that came up was fucking a picture of shroud, not the actual meaning. It's one of the greatest. But yeah, it just means to be, you know, be enclosed, enveloped in. Oh, oh wow. Enclosed? Enclosed. So, you might say Drew Holiday is shrouding fucking Jamal Murray. Just whatever. Shrouding. Question I have. It sounds very baby. sexual. Are you a, are you a watcher or you throw money? I couldn't tell. I have no frame of reference. I want to throw. Some I think money. I'll come in with the idea of throwing, but if the vibes ain't right, I'm not throwing. Because at the end of the day, it's just money, but it is still money at the end. You know what I'm what saying? What if it ain't show money? Oh, then I'm throwing. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see some money? Was the Canadian dollars? You know what I'm saying? You take a, go take to a, a currency change. Take a quick fiver. This fiber. actually look very fucking cool. Take a quick cool. fiver. That, look cool. that blue one is look here. You want to hold it? They it don't have cool ones and twos or one dollar bills. You get their coin. That transparent part. In the that shit look raw. Yeah. Get my crazy. money back, motherfucker. Like, it feels like I would rip that there's, shit. That's their skyscraper right there. It's plastic, babe. It's plastic. Oh. Can't rip it. It's not paper. So I can't rip it. I mean, you probably could. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> but like compared to a normal dollar, I mean, I yeah. can, I can, I can rip this twenty. Relatively, you don't have no that season. shit don't mean nothing, man. You see that real twenty? That shit is you fake. Don't give it back, right? Money got a smell to it. Theirs don't. Yeah. Mm. And they got the queen on this joint. But yeah, because when we when we take you for, in Miami yeah. for your, 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 your dig, I might be throwing some of these. You want to see? I want to. I'm very. <laughs> I was telling them I'm very curious to see how you act in that. Me too. People, I, I have no see. idea. I want to see all of us, number one. I'm ready to act the fool. But I want to see Anwar, and I want to see you. Mm-hmm. I want to see Anwar because he ha- he tries so hard to be cool in every situation he does. And I want to see you because you're the smallest one. And I've been off the market for a decade. So if you got a big, thick woman on you, that's going to be hilarious because yeah. you're going to be so little. Yeah. <laughs> got to control myself. I want to <laughs> see I want to see Derek balance eating chicken wings and throwing money and Participate. Shit gonna have some damn uh, fucking open pit barbecue sauce on it on a hundred dollar bill. Are you doing honeys? You throwing honeys? You fancy? What? A handprint on on somebody's ass with barbecue sauce fingers. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of buffalo sauce. <laughs> Got a little mix of ranch in it too. The email stamp. <laughs> I'm, I've been here. I was telling KB. I just seen. Uh, I rewatched Wolf of Wall Street. You know how they be getting down in that motherfucker. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I've never, I've actually never seen it. It's it's a very good movie to watch. I've never I seen it full through. I've seen three. Times. I know it's long. That's the reason it's I it's three hours it. long. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. I respect. But they Leo. was getting down in that motherfucker. Yeah, I respect but Leo. That also goes to the fame where you was like the niggas spent. Oh, he spent like half a mil or whatever on a wedding. Them motherfuckers, they was going all out. So that's the top of the top. That's what I expected your wedding to be like, right? No, I spent not very much money on my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not true. But I mean, you're comparing it to that. It ain't shit. But I, yeah. Because you haven't, you're going to have, you flying out for the reception, right? You're I'm flying, flying overseas? At, 
flying out for the reception? Nah, I just act. But you know what's funny? My so, cousin did an on location wedding in Jamaica. That's he, the type of shit I need. But he didn't want he didn't want randos to show up. Y'all have an open bar, so that's why. That's another thing. I think our bar is open. Are you hey. gonna have a joint bar? Um, no. My our wedding is gonna be an old wedding. I don't have a lot of friends. My friends are all in the way, you know. So it's not fool gonna be there. Uh, I don't know. I thought you. I thought I a lot of your anything. family be there too. Huh? You're, a lot of your family gonna be there too, right? Yeah, but I don't. Bub my, be there? My, no, Bub did not ask <laughs> <think. laughs> My cousin asked me about that yesterday. Did you invite all your other cousins? I invite them. Nobody's RSVP. Only person that's RSVP is Pierre because he's in the I fucking wedding. I have an RSVP. Well, you're in the wedding. You still should, but you're in the yeah, wedding, no, so I'm I expecting am, you to be there. But like all of our other cousins, I nobody. Because uh, so I was at I was at um my crib yesterday. Mason was there or whatever. My like, mama just I, called I think me I, and said I got the invitation. We showed up at her house. Oh yes, yeah. Because my dad, my dad is so funny too. So he got the little thing in the mail, or he got the invitation in the mail. He texted me. He didn't say like I have Control's wedding for you. Then he said, "Oh yeah, I think I got Control's wedding. Like I think I got Control's wedding invitation." I'm like, "Okay, are you saying you like you're gonna bring it to me or whatever?" And he just he just added. He just said it weird, but. I just opened it up. I opened it up with Mason. He's like, "Oh shit, I might have to open it up so I could RSVP." Yeah, because we didn't even know where that mug was at at first. Yeah, for arrival time, what time do y'all want me to put for the tootsies? Oh, that's not something we talk about on the podcast. Oh, true. Um, right then, it's a line of niggas there <laughs> for through the wall. <laughs> they could be in a section and shit. <laughs> um, is that it? Yeah. Thank y'all so much for watching. Listen to this episode of Through the Wire. Um, be sure to RSVP ttwtour.com. We're in Miami. That's our next stop. We need y'all there. I don't think there. you want to miss that one. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah. I got to fit. I got to fit. We're going to be chest out. I got to figure chest out. Chest out and everything. I got to figure out the shorts, but I got the top. And yeah, it's kind of chest out. You know? Mm-hmm. I haven't decided my fit. Are you going to be okay without us doing it for you? Yeah. Almost okay. Let's do a west side and we going to Miami. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. I uh, will see y'all on Saturday. Saturday for Cali. Cali. Um, peace.